Some guy named Ron is calling us.
I can ever be to you It's a darkness that we know And this regret I got accustomed to Once it was the ride When we were at our height Waiting for you in the hotel at night I knew I had him at my match But every moment we could snatch I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility You don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no capacity He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day But I'm grown And in your way In this blue shade My tears dry on their own I don't understand Why do I stress the man When there's so many bigger things at hand We could have never had it all We had to hit a wall So this is inevitable withdrawal Even if I stop wanting you That perspective push is true I'll be some next man's underwater So I can't afraid myself again I should just be my own best friend I fuck myself in the head with Stupid man He walks away The sun goes down He takes
Blackman. Yes. Um, I'm going to need you to stop telling me to shut up because that is extremely rude. Extremely rude. Dear Chasey Lane, I wrote to explain I'm your biggest fan. I just wanted to ask, could I eat your ass right back as soon as you can? You've had a lot of dick, had a lot of dick. I've had a lot of time, had a lot of time. You've had a lot of dick, Chasey, but you ain't had mine. Dear Chasey Lane, I wrote to complain, you never wrote me back. How could I? You ain't had mine Dear Chasey Lane I wrote to constrain This letter is my last As your biggest fan I must demand You let me eat your ass You've had a lot of dick Had a lot of dick I've had a lot of time Had a lot of time You've had a lot of dick Chasey But you ain't had mine P.S. Mom and Dad, this is J.C. J.C., this is my mom and dad. Now show them them titties. Now show them them titties. 
Now show them them titties Now show them them titties Would you fuck me for blow? Stop.
Yeah. I get my right lung if I could dunk a basketball one time. I get my right lung if I could dunk a basketball one time. Uh. Seasons change weekly, life in the big leagues. I can tell it's summer by the fig trees. Wiggle German Jeeps with kiss on them. Drop the top, she got a nice set of tits on her. Hardcore got me feeling like a fish out of water. Cruising USA, I use six quarters. I got next.
damn prank call show there is that's right bitches it's the macron show at macronshow.com and if you don't like this go and f- yourself excuse me sir can you tell me who you are who calling don't give me a break what are you calling about who are you anyway what the hell is this who is this aren't you having fun and now your host macron macron Okay, yo, yo, people, I guess I'm here. How's it going out there? Sorry. Still still fucking around with the mixer. So, uh... All right, Chumley, all right, I'm talking. Bear with me. God damn. Honestly, some people. Impatient. Um... Yeah, the show intro is slightly inaccurate because this isn't actually going to be a prank show, but uh, my good friend Marvici is working, or he's going to be working on a separate intro for the Macron Files show, so it's going to be great. Thanks, Easy One. Appreciate that. Suppose I better add Chumley before he starts bitching anymore. Hold on. Here we go, Chumley. Apologize for him, everyone. Here he is now. Hi, Chumley. Sup? How's it going, buddy? Good. All right. We good. got some uh, some people lining up some pranks. It looks like some people are lining up some pranks. MCS Ray has some comps lined up for tonight. <laughs> what comps lined up? Yeah, conference calls. It's not what this show's about tonight, MCSA Ray. You know this. You've read it in the Discord and everything. So, to explain to anybody that hasn't noticed, this is just going to be a talk show. Wait, what? we're not doing pranks? Nope, talk show. Alright, have fun. Talk to you later. <laughs> you jerk, whole man, douche, bag. Um, I'm also going to add Inked Goddess, so, you know, if you if you, if you do want to leave, it's just going to be three hours of sexy talk between me and Inked, okay? Cool. Um, people in chat, um, I see people are loving the idea. Alright, someone, I'll, I'll 
Drunkwad's already saying do a call. Drunkwad, go fuck yourself. Um, so on the last show, apparently everyone else's voice was still a bit louder than mine, but I think I figured that out by turning some volume shit down. So do you want to just talk a little bit and... Uh, Everyone in chat, can you tell me what the, the, the voice levels are like? Like, who's louder? Or are we about the same now? So, that means you have to talk, Chumley. You have to say things. I am. No, you're not. Don't, don't. You gotta turn it up. Don't fuck around with me. I'm gonna hurt you in a minute. You already did. Oh. You hurt me every day. Oh. Is it the beatings? The, the beating no, no, you hurt, hurt you my heart. Day. Everyone's saying it's perfect. So you hurt my feelings. Good, good. They deserve to be hurt. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, you guys, uh, you guys in chat agree that everyone's yeah. So yeah, everyone sounds nice and even. I know what it was. I had one of the volume knobs turned right up on your volume, and that's that, why on the last couple of shows you guys were louder than me. But I fixed that's, that. That's that's how it works, Macron. When you have you're the dominant one. One of the levels turned up louder than you, then oh, they'll that's, be louder. That's how um, it works. That makes it go do louder, right? Yes. Oh, I see. I see. Um, I'm going to add Inked Goddess, and um, I'm not sure about Dr. Charles. Let me... Uh, Let me uh, send him a quick message. I have messaged the doctor. Inked Goddess, are you there? Inked Goddess. You're allowed to speak now, woman. You heard me order her to speak, didn't you? What, What the... Is she defying us? I hear her. She's saying hi. You're fucking with me, I know you are. You're a, you're a real jerk tonight, you know that. You're really fucking cool. with me. Make for a better show. Yep, so for anyone else that doesn't know, tomorrow is, um... What's-his-face, uh... Chumley's birthday. He will be turning 74 tomorrow. So, um... His birthday show is going to be at exactly 9pm UK time. No I'm changing my nickname tomorrow as well. To Old Chumley. Chumley Senior. No, to Not Jihad. Not Jihad, yeah. The, Chumley is not Jihad, by the way, for people that think he is. He's Chumley, he's his own person. Um, I added Inked Goddess to the call. Uh, in fact, this... She's talking, dude. You don't hear her. She's, she actually just said you're rude for not saying I backed her. What, what the hell do you mean? What? No. I told him. I just said that to him. But you're fucking with me. If I, if I can... He's fucking with you, Inked. He's, he hears you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you in a minute. I really am. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. If I can hear you, why can't I hear her? That I don't know. That I make, can't that answer you. No, that. that makes no sense whatsoever. It also... 
Okay, alright. Yeah, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. Now I don't hear. You're ruining the whole chat show, alright? This is supposed to be a serious, political, topical, educational debate, and you're just here fucking around, aren't you? Aren't you? God damn it, I'm gonna hurt somebody. See, Ink's not talking, because I just typed in chat Ink to you talking, and she's not replying. She's saying, she said yes. She's not typing it, she's saying it. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> you asshole. I'm, what? I'm trying to facilitate things here. You're not trying to facilitate anything, you're just turning this talk show into a fuck with Macron show, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Blame me. It's Trump's fault. Look. Yeah, no, no one in chat can hear her. You're, you're full of it. You're full of it, man. Oh, they can't hear? No. Hmm. Yeah, imagine. Do you have anything you want to tell him, Ink? <laughs> such an asshole. There you go. Um. Yeah, actually, that's the point. Okay, she's in the mixer chat. Mixler, mixler chat. That's not how this works, though. <laughs> yeah, inked, inked. Are you not on the call? I know. I see you there. Okay, you got Skype on, and you've been added to the call because you're in the call. Why are you not speaking? Explain yourself. At least we got something to talk about right off the bat, right? It being a, a you know, a talk show and all. We're talking about the talk show. We're talking about Skype not working. Maybe your audio settings? Can she hear us? Maybe she's yeah, gotta she change her audio settings to point to her microphone. Can you hear us? I mean, if if I can if I can hear if I can hear uh, Chumley, then there's no reason. Okay. Yeah. Check your microphone settings or the it. microphone itself. I do not see. Oh. I'm gonna call. All right. I'm gonna hang up and I'm gonna hang up and call you back. Okay. Damn it, Inked. I'll call. I'll call Inked separately first. All right. Honestly, trying to do a professional talk show here. We've got a lot to get through. Inked, can you hear me? Yes. Hooray, she's there. See, yes, sorry. See. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. See, you, Jeez. Can, you can do it. I did it, <laughs> yay. You did it all by yourself. There we go. Right, so there is... um. There is inked. Let me add Chumley back in here. If he starts fucking with me and pretending me he pretending he can't hear me, I'm gonna kick his ass literally. I'll fly over there and beat the shit out of him. Sorry, Mr. Call, leave a message. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that tickled me. Well done. Right, can you both hear each other now? Are we happy? I am not happy, but I can hear you. <laughs> 
What are you not happy about there, sugar tits? Can you hear her? Happy. I swear to oh, God. We can talk Shumley. about Is she on the call? Shumley, I oh, swear to God. Oh, you. <laughs> Alexa, teabag Chumley, please. Right, I assume everyone in chat can hear them both, right? Am I supposed to be able I hear you. Should I be hearing her? Right. She's not saying anything. You two, you two speak to each other. Hey, chuckle fuck, can you hear me? Inked? Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I fuck. I, I hate you, Chumley. Hello, Cole. Right, you can hear her, right, Chumley? Uh, yeah. Right, okay. Fuck, fucking asshole. I'm gonna ruin your you birthday asshole. show tomorrow. You did that already. I'm gonna change all the music to Dr. Dre, and uh, I'm gonna... I don't know. I'm only gonna call brothels or something. Just, uh... Not that it's Prompts. not that it's a prank show or anything, but now that you've just made me fuck with my audio settings, you do need to test one thing for me. Okay, to make to make sure it's not broken for tomorrow, otherwise it's going to be a bit of a shit show tomorrow. So um, I'm going to call this completely random hotel that I've thought of. Just ask, just uh, Chumley, ask them if you can book a room in Smart. Again, this is a completely random hotel that I just thought of. Okay, here you go. You hear it ring, right? Yeah. Okay, ask to book a room in Smart or whatever. Completely random hotel. How can you help you? I need to book a room. Ah, uh, hold on one moment, sir. Hurry up. Hello? I need to book a room, please. Oh my god. What did, sir? Oh my god, it's Carl. Carl, hi, how's it going? Do you remember me? We're back, Carl. We're back, and we're never leaving. Carl, I'm going to have to cut you off. This is a talk show, okay? This is not a prank call show. What are you doing, Carl? Carl, all right? You and your damn SeaTac Crest motor in. Ooh, she sounded hot. Have you? No, she's Is that your bitch in the background there? She's not. She's not. Carl, have you recovered from your nervous breakdown that we caused by prank calling you for nearly... Beside English, what other language you speak? Um, Banchoed. You guys are son of bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> Here he goes. Hey, you don't know who your father. Your mother was homeless, and she was run with black. And there was some Arabian, some black. You guys mix breed, motherfucker. And you calling me? An Arabian, a black, and a mixed breed walks into a bar, what? Carl, just for that, tomorrow I'm going to ring you many, many times, all right? All right, there he goes. Okay, so everything... He's telling us a joke. Everything. I don't know, that sounded again. racist to me. That was Carl from the SeaTac Crest Motor, <laughs> who I've been uh, pranking for probably coming up to three years now, two, three years. We didn't prank him, we tried to make him a part of our talk show. He oh, decided yeah, yeah, to yeah. get all crazy. 
it was a genuine attempt to book a room but uh yeah that's that's carl from the SeaTac crest motor inn if people don't know um i've been the bane of his existence for years now why did she have to give him the call it's like to book the room i don't get it because only the man can book the room oh okay she only has permission to answer the phone for him and that's that's just how it works down there basically I think we stopped calling them because it was just boring. It would just hang up the second they heard, like, a squimish of our voice. I mean, essentially... Okay, apparently my voice is quiet now. Is that better? Are we happy? Better? Worse? Why does my voice just go quiet? I mean, I'm, I'm moving the mic around and, and moving around a little bit. Apparently it's because I'm going... I keep going too far away from the mic. I've just... I've really got to get used to talking into the mic. That's... That's not true, dude. You do not sound like you're far away from the mic. Well, you mean something sounds terribly wrong? Okay. According to my levels, it's, it's okay. How about now? Are we happy? Perfect now. Perfect. You hear that? Perfect. It's just getting used to this shit, alright? So, people in chat, compared to uh, compared to Chumley and Inked, are we are we all about the same level, or do I need to turn those guys down? Because I can do that. I can just turn them down. That's another option. It's just so hard. I've spent I've spent like literally five years doing shows with a headset where I could just run around the room and the volume was just consistent. And now, I've got to get used to leaning into this microphone thing whilst trying to control everything. Hard work, you guys. It's hard work. But are we happy that everyone's voice is the same? Say, every you, you guys say something like "I love Macron" or "Macron." Fuck Macron. Fuck Macron. Okay, are we all about the same volume? Let me know, guys, before we start the actual talk show. They weren't much louder than me or anything, right? Better damn well not be. Good levels now. Everyone's happy with the levels, right? May we continue? Is that okay? Uh, Dunkward says I bum Macron. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, this is episode one of the Macron Files. This is a show that I've been sort of planning and working on for quite a long time, actually. Funnily enough, but. Uh, this is just going to be a talk show. We're just going to uh, talk about a few things, talk about our feelings, you know, open up to each other. Um, Chumley is uh, Chumley is going to give us a list of topics, and he's going to start us off. Go ahead, Chumley. Go ahead. It's all you, buddy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Welcome to Talk Show, recorded live. Um, I did get a threat off one listener about not dissing Trump on the air. I was told not to diss Trump on the air. I don't know how he... What do you guys think about that? I have absolutely nothing to say about politics at this time. Same here. Yeah, politics is kind of a shitty, boring topic. I'd rather... I sort of had these plans about talking about aliens and science and uh, movies and uh, you know fun things and video games and shit like that things that actually matter in life rather than politics 
Matt 92 is right, in 2016 I did mention the Macron files and now it's finally happening. I, I planned it for a while, had the logo ready and everything. MCSA Ray wants to discuss porn. Um, if anybody's listening and wants to come on the show and just say hello and maybe discuss a topic, you can do so via Skype, but you will need to, um, I'm not just going to go crazy and give out my Skype details. Uh, you'll need to, uh, let me, what's the best way of doing it? How's that going to work then? Uh, well, what, what I'm going to do is if anybody wants to hop on the show and, uh, basically come and say hi or raise a topic to discuss then either email me at macronshow at gmail.com or send me a private message in the discord with your skype details and i'll uh if you're lucky i'll throw you in the call and you can say hello and that kind of thing so that's quite cool right right everyone's happy with that yeah ecstatic ecstatic uh, Inked, being yes. uh, being a ladies first kind of gentleman, uh, was there, is there anything you'd like to bring up first? Is there any topics you'd like to talk about apart from, you know, Chumley's latent sexism constantly and the abuse that he's been showing towards us? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe talk about comedians that influence us or uh, who our favorite comedians are. Science is fine. That's Just right. no politics, please. Yeah, yeah, I really can't be bothered to talk about politics. Um, other than to, other than to uh, sum it up by saying all politicians are a bunch of cunts, and I don't give a shit about any of them. There we go. That's politics covered. We've put that to bed now. So, um, comedians and who influences you? I, I've got my list. What about you, Inked? What, what comedians actually influence you? Do you, do you have oh. like any specific ones in mind? Yes, George Carlin, big time. I loved him so much. Oh, he, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> he told it like it is and just you know, didn't give a shit what people thought. He did his own thing and he made a career out of it. Because he saw a lot of shit growing up and being in show business trying to appease one group of people and realized this isn't who I am. So then he went to the counterculture and just took off from there. The um, he's a little guy with the beard, right? He was in the Kevin Smith film Dogma, and he was really cool. Yes. What's a lot of shit that he saw growing up? I don't really know his sort of past story. He said he saw a lot of shit. What's all that about? Uh, well, let's see. His parents got divorced when he was young because his dad was an alcoholic. So his mother had to raise him and his older brother, and he grew up in a Catholic, going to a Catholic school. So he saw how much bullshit religion is just through that and thinking for himself, coming up with uh, his theories about pretty much just there's nothing after death. So that really influenced him being an atheist. I think that's, um, that's pretty much why I used to like him was because of his views on God. I've seen a lot of his stand-up mm -hmm. views when he talks about religion and life after death and God and shit like that. And... Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was pretty damn awesome. Do you have mm -hmm. any do you have any other influences other than obviously um the British sitcom Keeping Up Appearances? We we <laughs> all we know has been a big influence on your comedy career, right? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say a huge influence, but it a is great influence. because I've <laughs> I dealt with people like that, like a uh, hyacinth uh, 
I think high and mighty of myself, but you're really not. You just put on this facade and everybody can see through it, but she's just so oblivious. It's beautiful. Right, right. I know exactly what you mean. What about you, Chumley? Who are your comedy influencers? Do you have any comedians I can pick more from, than one. from when you were a... Uh, yeah, you can pick as many as you want. There's no rules here. Do you... Do you, know, were there any comedians around in the 1920s or 30s when you were growing up? Mm. I would say <laughs> it's a, probably a mix between um Jesus, what, I'm totally blanking out on the guy's name dude, what the fuck? That's messed up. Uh, he was well, a big I'll just start with the on one I remember right? at the moment Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Uh, yeah and uh the guy that died which is my favorite all time but I can't think of his fucking name he's a lot like Stephen Wright he would think backwards and sideways and, and he died of a heroin overdose someone in chat has just diagnosed you as having early onset dementia yes I'm <laughs> he that's probably true guys he's turning are you talking 70, about he's turning Sorry. 74 tomorrow okay give him a break damn sounds good for his age oh he does sound good for his age but, uh... Are you talking about Mitch Hedberg? Of family? course I am. Yes, he was awesome, too. Um, He's kind of like Stephen Wright, in a way. Just, he would, instead of a big build-up, it would be really short one-two-liners, whereas Stephen Wright was kind of like him, but a little more old-fashioned, and would do more build-up and punchline. I don't really, I don't want to cause offense or anything, but I'm not sure those are two people I've actually heard of. Ah, well, expand your mind. Did they because do, they're excellent. Did they do, like, what, just mainly stand-up, or did they have a show, or...? Stand-up. Uh, Stephen Wright did do a short skit once, I think, for HBO, but they are both stand-up comedians. Uh, Stephen Wright was really popular during the 80s, and Mitch Hedberg was really popular in the, basic, I think, late 90s, early 2000s. He died of a heroin overdose, I believe. But uh, they both oh, are sure, very really. strange. Their wow, comedy okay. is very strange. It's not like, hey, I'm, I was on an airplane today. It's like... A little bit more surrealist, uh, right? Yeah, like I took a Xerox of my watch, and now I have a lot of spare time. And like <laughs> that, that was a Stephen Wright one. Or I like that. Uh, another Stephen Wright one is I put a skylight in my, in my room, and now my upstairs neighbors don't appreciate it very much uh, and then Mitch Hedberg shit would be like you know uh, what was it something about a, a oh yeah like a banana that's not ripe I think he said and then he's like well like er, shit I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and say his shit cause that you don't wanna butcher really the weird. joke too much right He's really weird. What's that? You don't want to butcher the joke too much, right? No, definitely not. He, he, he doesn't deserve uh, that type of bullshit. So, they, yeah, he's actually a big hero of mine. Wow, okay. Uh, we've got people asking... Uh, shit, was that a slight echo? We have people in chat asking questions. What do you guys do when not making shows? We'll do a little Q&A in a minute because... Um, I'm going to start, I'm going to do my comedy influences, and then, I don't know, maybe we'll answer some questions. Who knows? It's just up to us, really. We could talk about what we want. It's just entirely up to us. Um, I have so many. Comedy is a very big part of my life. I have so, so many. Like, uh, Monty Python is, is one of the big ones. 
anyone that's ever been in Monty Python and uh, I don't know I guess like um, uh, Bill Hicks is a big one yeah that um, was my number three that's who, a great one yeah Bill Hicks was amazing um, Richard Pryor I was a huge fan of Richard Pryor um, man who else just so many and then and then just like a lot of the British ones like even just the ones that appeared on TV shows like like um, David Jason from Only Fools and Horses and uh, that kind of thing Tommy Cooper uh, I don't know mm. so many so many but uh, yeah I guess, I guess any decent comedian any decent comedian but um, Monty Python never fails to make me laugh. That that was pretty much a huge influence. I don't think anybody would disagree with that who's in chat. And if you do, you'd better get up and out of here. I, You know what's weird is I've met some people that actually didn't like Monty Python. It was interesting. What's funny is that there's there's a there's a lot of material with Monty Python and um, some of it doesn't go over too well with American people. They don't. They That's don't, true. They don't kind of get it as bit, as much as the Brits do, but then other yeah. other parts of it do. Um, like the more mainstream stuff tends to be popular in the states, but you've got to remember they did hours and hours and hours of TV shows, and it wasn't all. I don't want to say it wasn't as good, but it certainly some of it was mo a bit more surrealist, a bit less mainstream. Um, well, yeah, so, I mean, when you do like the kids in the hall, right? I mean, yeah. when you do so much stuff, some of it's just not going to be good, you know. It's a, it, not to say not good, but not as not as good. I should say. Yeah, it's like not as memorable. People don't talk about it and how amazing it was and that kind of shit. But uh, but yeah. Can't can't beat me some Monty Python. I'm not even going to try and be lame and, and recite some Monty Python sketches here. But, My uh, favorite sketch is the uh, complaints department. Oh, and he he accidentally walks into the arguments department. Yes, one hundred percent. That is <laughs> one I always will remember. Yes, mine. My, my personal favorite is the Yorkshireman sketch, just because I'm obviously from Yorkshire. Um. I don't know if you've ever heard the Yorkshireman sketch. Um, I could technically play it. I mean, it's only a few minutes long. I don't know if people want to hear a bit of Monty Python on the show. But I could play the, the Yorkshireman sketch. People in chat, first couple of people to vote yes or no, and I'll play the Yorkshireman sketch. It's only a few minutes long. It's essentially mocking people on the lumberjack. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. Yeah, everyone wants to hear it now. Everyone, yeah, everyone wants to hear the Yorkshireman sketch. Um, alright. Now, it might, it might have to be a live performance that I find, but bear with me. Um... So, I mean, Chumley, do you even know where, where Yorkshire is? Or anything like that. It's not in America. It's not. It's definitely not in America. Yeah. Yeah. So Every, because I'm a dumb American, everything is either in America or not in America. Everything's either in America or London, or it doesn't exist, right? London doesn't even exist. Oh, that you're you're that way, that way, <laughs> that far inclined. All right, I get you. You're just a red coat. <laughs> I'm a red coat. 
Um, all right, yeah. Uh, uh, people, go, wow, what a reaction! People are dying for me to play it. Okay, so it, this is performed live. I don't know how well it's going to sound, but it's about three minutes long. This is the Monty Python York. This is called the Four Yorkshiremen. Here we go. Possible, this way. Very possible. Right. Right. Good glass of Chateau de Chasseler, eh, Josiah? Oh, you're right there, Obadiah. Right. Who would have thought 30 years ago we'd all be sitting here drinking Chateau de Chasseler, eh? Uh, <laughs> them days we're glad to have the price of a cup of tea. Right. A cup of cold tea. Huh? Without milk or sugar. Or tea. <laughs> In a cracked cup and all. <laughs> oh, we never used to have a cup. We used to have to drink out of a roll-up newspaper. <laughs> the best we could manage was to suck on a piece of damp cloth. <laughs> but, but, you know, we were happy in those days, although we were poor. Because we were poor. Aye. My old dad used to say to me, money doesn't bring you happiness, son. He was right. Aye. I was happier then and I had nothing. We used to live in this tiny old tumble-down house with great big holes in the roof. <laughs> house? You were lucky to live in a house. We used to live in one room, all 26 of us, no furniture, half the floor was missing. We were all huddled together in one corner for fear of falling. Mm. You were lucky to have a room. We used to have to live in the corridor. Oh, we used to dream of living in a corridor. <laughs> Would have been a palace to us. We used to live in an old water tank on a rubbish tip. We got woke up every morning by having a load of rotting fish dumped all over us. House... <laughs> Well, when I say house, it was just a hole in the ground covered by a sheet of tarpaulin. But it was a house to us. We were evicted from our hole in the ground. <laughs> we had to go and live in a lake. <laughs> you were lucky to have a lake. There were 150 of us living in a shoebox in the middle of the road. <laughs> Cardboard box. Aye. You were lucky. <laughs> we lived for three months in a rolled-up newspaper in a septic tank. <laughs> You used to have to get up every morning at six o'clock and clean the newspaper, go to work down the mill, 14 hours a day, week in, week out, for six months a week. And when we got home, our dad would thrash us to sleep with his belt. <laughs> Luxury. <laughs> we used to have to get out of the lake at three o'clock in the morning, clean the lake, eat a handful of hot gravel, work 20 hours a day at mill for twopence a month, come home and dad would beat us around the head and neck with a broken bottle if we were lucky. <laughs> Well, of course, we had it tough. We used to have to get them out of the shoebox in the middle of the night and lick the road clean with our tongues. We had to eat half a handful of freezing cold gravel, work 24 hours of that mill for four months every six years, and when we got home, our dad would slice us in two with a bread knife. Right. I had to get up in the morning at 10 o'clock at night, half an hour before I went to bed, <laughs> eat a lump of cold poison, work 29 hours a day down mill and pay mill owner for permission to come to work, and when we got home, our dad would kill us and dance about in our grave, singing hallelujah. Oh. Are you trying to tell the young people of today that? And they won't believe you. Oh, no, no, they won't. So yeah, there you go. There was the, there, there was the four Yorkshiremen. That's probably my favourite Monty Python sketch. And uh, and that is literally what it's like in Yorkshire, by the way, I can attest. That is exactly how we we had to live up there. Tragic, really. So, um, yeah, to, an to answer the question, that is our comedy influences. 
gone very quiet, Chumley. Have I hung up on you? I'm here. Okay, good, good. Um, there was a question in chat about what we do when we're not making prank calls. Um, I don't know how to answer that one. Basically, we just sit here waiting for another show to start. I don't know about you guys. Huh. Yeah, my ass is permanently welded to my computer chair, and I sit here and wait. Yeah. Wait and wait till I get the notification that Macron is now live. Yep. We we just sit here waiting to do another show, basically. Sometimes. Do not have a physical existence. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know about Chumley, but um, he uh, had his brain uploaded to a computer, and uh, I'm AI. He's he's basically artificial intelligence. He's become sentient. He lives in the cloud. Welcome to the singularity, bitches. So that's how that works. And uh, he's stealing all your data as well, by the way. Constantly. Anyone in the Mixler chat, he has all your data. It's all true. Uh, Big Supreme would like us to give a general description of what we do for work. Maybe just the industry. Uh, I can sum that up in two letters. IT. Um, I'm sure Chumley can do the same thing, right? Yes, security engineer is probably the best title I can think of. Security engineer. So if you ever wonder how we uh, happen to have all our uh, prank victims' personal details, <laughs> that's, one, <laughs> that's one of the reasons. Um, what about Inked? Inked? We, um, we don't really know what Inked does for a living. Do you, would you care to explain no. yourself that? Oh, hell, I don't know what I do either. No, I'm, I'm in nursing. That's why I don't know Jack and Squad about computers. Sorry. You're in nursing. Is that why you're so good at dealing with us? I don't deal with uh, mental health. <laughs> oh, right, okay. I was waiting for that. Is it like, is it like old people? Yes, old people. I and love why she has such a heavy heart for her. If it's old, a lot of the it, pranks we avoid. If it's yes. Oh yeah, she has too much sympathy. Oh, shit, I hit that too soon. I was going to say, if you're used to dealing with old people, that's why you're so good at handling Chumley. And there's the rim shot at the right time. Badoomch. Yeah. Um, I hope I hope that answers the question. MCSA Ray, I'm not going to answer that one. But no. Is the answer. I, I guess we're doing a little Q&A here. This is quite a good way to start off the first ever actual talk-only show. We can, sure uh, makes it easy, don't it? Yeah, yeah, right. It saves us... I mean, I had a few topics lined up. I was going to talk about my obsession with aliens... And uh, uh, I could talk about Rick and Morty for a few hours, but um, you guys wouldn't like that. You guys, you guys in chat that are the, that are slowly filling up. Do you have some questions for us? Fire some questions, and uh, if um, if I decide, I'll answer them. How's Doctor Charles' illness doing? Uh, okay, okay. I I, uh, I prefer to let him talk about that himself when he comes on the show, but uh, he's okay. He's still alive. That's the main thing. He's uh, he's just about alive. I was gonna say, don't you want his illness to not be doing good? Oh, oh there's always one, isn't there? Okay, we want him to be doing good and his illness to be doing bad, right? I think so. Um. Um, Luna wants to know, does Spider have Puss Puss? 
Um, <laughs> I uh, I honestly don't know. Can someone get me a spider? Can can somebody anybody listening? Can someone get hold of a spider and answer Luna's question? Someone there? asking if a spider actually has puss puss. A puss, puss. That's, what, that's, what, that's what she said. You no, have to remember that I, she's. I think she's. She can't be asking about a spider. I mean, you 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 have to remember that Luna is a little bit of a sexual pervert. She's been, according to my Discord, um, if I got this correct, she's been watching Pornhub for several weeks now. It tells you what you're what you're watching, and she's been in there watching Pornhub for many weeks. So I think she's got a problem there. Um. Dunk, Dunk's Woods, what happened to PCN? If you want to know what happened to PCN, go to macronshow.com and <laughs> yeah, Luna has a little addiction, I know. It's alright, honey. Um, if you want to know what happened to PCN, go to macronshow.com and search out the show um, The Death of Prank Call Station. And in that show, it's basically me talking completely on my own, not a talk show without even any support. Um, I'll even be really kind and I'll find you a direct link, but if you want to know what happened with PCN, Phone Losers, or any of the other networks... Um, Everyone will give you a different story. Well, a lot of people will give a different story, I guess. Um... But, um, hold on, I'm just bringing up my website, but then I have to make sure it doesn't stop playing over the audio. Um, I'll do you a little favor and I'll find the, uh... I'll find you the direct link to the show to listen to where I spent about two hours explaining what happened with everything else that went on. And then I'll, uh... Oh, great, now I can't find it. Um... Not since I was a kid, pussy slap. What's he I asked? used to record him with my friends when I was a kid. Did Chumley do no. prank calls before the show? April 2016, according to Matt92. He knows. He knows. I don't know why the hell I can't find it now. It's not coming. My search engine's not working on my site. He said April 2016, right? Hold on. I do the work for everybody around here. You need to find someone in IT to look at it. You need an IT person. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not called the death of Prank Call Station, that's why I went wrong. It's called the end of Prank Call Station from the 2nd of April 2016. I'm going to throw a link in the chat. I do get asked this a lot, what happened with uh, PCN, what happened with Phone Losers, what happened with Madhouse and everything else. This link here, if you're bored and you want to uh, sit and listen, and um, this is my accurate version of events, and uh, I insist that it's all the truth and nothing but the truth. But you guys can make your own mind up. I don't like to talk too much about it. Don't wanna, don't wanna poke that whole hornet's nest and rake up a bunch of trouble again. But uh, it's right there for you guys. There's the link. All right. Pussy slap enjoyed it apparently. It was a good show. I talk about everything from what happened with PCN to uh, uh, the stuff between me and Mistress Morgan, and uh, it's just it's very private. Um, 
I'm not going to uh, repeat that pussy slap, but um, yeah, uh, basically. Um, I did used to do prank calls. Big Supreme, how did I get into prank calls? Um, by being incredibly childish, even as a child. Um, I think I first got into prank calls where uh, I got a job working in an office that had like, uh, it was like basically our own private office with like six or seven phones in it. And we very quickly figured out, a few of us, that whenever we dialed anybody, it, it would block the number. It didn't give out the numbers. So whenever the boss wasn't around, we'd like take out our old cheap. And this is way before the iPhone came out. We'd just take out our own like old potato phones and uh, and literally just put it next to the speakerphone. And we'd just sit in the office and dial random numbers and fuck with people. And that's going back. Man, you make me feel old now. That's going back uh, at least 10 years. Maybe more like 15 years since I've been doing that. And before that, I used to make prank calls as a child. I used to make prank calls where we had to go to a phone box and actually put money in it, right? I don't know if you ever did that, Chumley, or Inked. Probably not, right? You'd prank for numbers. Say again, sorry. Uh, you were asking if I've ever used a payphone to make prank calls. Right, yeah. Hasn't everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Ings? Oh, my friends and I, we just make stupid prank calls to companies. You know, they have the 800 number. How are we doing? Call us. So we call during school hours from the payphone back in the dinosaur days before we had cell phones and just call and get free samples or send free samples to other people we didn't like like uh, Depends or diarrhea medication, something like that just dumb that's, shit like that as a kid that's just reminded me of a prank that I did um, at, at, this is at the same job where I worked in the office with all the phones and I'd completely forgotten about it until you brought that up but um we, we found this ad, somebody brought in this ad on the internet where uh, if you called up the number and asked for a free catalogue of sex toys and so it was a sex shop basically, so everything that a sex shop would sell um, you got a free leather thong sent with it so we called up as my manager at the store and ordered it for him to be delivered to the store which was hilarious when it showed up he was like sitting at his desk opening his mail in the morning and there's a, there's a leather thong right there. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, good old days. I don't think they give away free leather thongs anymore. I doubt it was even uh, real leather, but you know. You can imagine my uptight boss opening his sex catalogue with free thong in front of everybody. <laughs> a pleather thong. You might have changed thong. his life. Say again. You might have changed his life. Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe he took it home and was like, "Fuck yeah, this is great." Who knows? And now he likes to get his ball stomped on by various dominatrix women. I mean, I mean, put it this way: I'm not sure what he did with the thong. I don't recall seeing it in a trash can or anything. See, there you go. <laughs> Slipped it into his briefcase or something and just pretended he'd thrown it away, right? But. uh yeah, who knows? Do we have any other do we have any other questions before I start yakety yakking on about another subject? 
little little chance for you guys to to get a Q and A with us. Come on, anyone got any interesting questions that you've always wanted to ask? Ask the Macron machine, or the Chumlinator, or the Inktonator machine. We could almost end every show with a ten-minute Q and A or some goofy shit. We could do that. When was the first time you were pranked? When was the first time I was pranked? Um, I don't really recall ever being pranked. I don't know. Have you? Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Have either, like, of, I don't... You, have you, either of you guys ever been the victim of a prank call? Oh, that's a good question. I'll get to that I mean, in a moment. Um, I'm sure I have. I just don't remember. Like, it wasn't memorative in any way. wasn't memorable like, enough to, to even stay in your brain, basically. Yeah, I... Yeah, I guess it's the same with me. I'm sure somebody probably has tried to prank call me, but I, I genuinely don't remember anything about it. What about you, Inked? Oh, back in middle school, just people prank calling each other, calling up and saying, "Oh, I'm so and so's parent, and I heard you did this to my kid." I mean, obviously, you're talking to a kid. You know, it's not very sophisticated back then. Just really silly stuff like that. Just like childish stuff. Somebody has just asked why the name Macron. Now, um, let me tell you a little something about this. Um, this question came up years ago. This, this question came up when I was on PCN. This question came up before I was on PCN. And I believe at one point I offered... <gasps> Holy fuck. I, I was about to say that for years people have asked and I've never given it away I've always asked people to try and guess and at one point and I'm not saying that's the case now but at one point I was going to offer a prize to anyone that could figure it out no one, no one could figure it out everyone on PCN tried all the PCN listeners for years and years no one figured it out and I'm, I'm quite in shock now because uh, MCSA Ray's literally onto something right now um, wow, I, I am quite shocked. No one's ever got it in sort of, this is probably five years that I've been broadcasting prank calls. And I've had like a thousand different guesses and then just suddenly out of the blue, MCSA Ray. Technically Quake 2, well, you would be on the right lines. And the spelling is slightly different. But, um, it's, uh... It's a nickname, to just to let you know how old I am, it's a nickname I, I chose as my online handle around the time Quake 2 was popular. So, but my, but my spelling of it is slightly different, only because the spelling with a K wasn't available. And it just stuck for many, many, many years. It's what I used for all my online handles, like my... Xbox hand, PlayStation handle, and Steam, and every game, multiplayer game that I played, and then it just became like people would refer to me as Ron or Mac, because it's kind of Mac, there's kind of two names in one as well when you spell it like that, which was another reason I changed it from the K, because it's kind of like two names, it's Mac and it's Ron, and both of them sounded quite cool to me. I'm, I'm genuinely in shock right now that MCSA Ray just, just out of the blue said it because um, people have asked for years and, and so many people have spent so long guessing, I'm not exaggerating, there was like 
a 30-minute segment once on PCN where everybody tried to figure out my name and I wouldn't give it away to anybody. But, um, wow. I guess this is the time to admit that uh, Macron is the final boss in Quake 2. Shit. I've been rumbled. I feel kind of... I don't know. I feel, I feel kind of sad now it's over. I feel a little bit, you know... Wow. Uh, I thought you were the president of France. Um, no, he took his name from me. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, um... The president of France actually you uh, was allowed to borrow my name. So, um... Yeah, that's, that's where he got his name from. But, uh, yeah, uh, Quake 2. There you go. I mean, holy, wow. Wow. Did you do the mod in multiplayer where you could do the grappling hook? I think I did. It, it was Quake 2 was a game that I played a lot of uh, back in the day. But 3DFX, did you have the uh, graphics card so you can enjoy it properly? Oh, I had the... Was it the Voodoo? It's the Voodoo, right? Ah, yep. Voodoo. Yeah, the, the Voodoo the, card. It took advantage of the uh, 3DFX. But you had to add a little patch to it for it to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Initially. But, uh, yeah, I had the I had the Voodoo 3DFX Quake 2 probably running on a... I want to say a Pentium 1 or a Pentium 2. I can't remember what it would have been at the time. Probably a Pentium 1. Um, with a, I had a huge 19-inch CRT monitor that used to make clicky noises when the 3DFX kicked in. Do you remember that? Like it would, it uh. would make those loud clicking noises and flicker away while the 3D effect kicked in. Mm. I remember that. Maybe mine was just broken. Who knows? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. Too long ago. I'm sure it was normal. It was a long time ago. I'm not even gonna. Uh, I'm not even gonna Google when Quake Two came out because it's just gonna make me feel really old. But uh, wow, after, after years and years of doing doing prank call shows, many years, out the blue, somebody has just basically outed my my name. I'm kind of. I feel a little bit sad now. It was like this secret I've always held, and and now it's gone. Thanks, MCSA. You're Ray. about to give it up anyway. No, not not until MCSA Ray said Quake fan. Oh, you were gonna lie to everyone, and because you're about to say what it was. Um, no, I wasn't. When, oh, when somebody, I thought you were. I thought you were gonna give it no, up. No, no, no. When somebody said, "Where do you get your name from?" I always make people guess. Basically, <laughs> um, I was I was just gonna do the whole thing of uh, of making people try and guess again and see how long it could go on for. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And uh, I mean, I guess Chumley. I don't. I don't really know why you you chose the name Chumley. Was it to try and sound British to fit in with me and Doctor Charles? Was that it? No, it's just a nickname I had. Like as a this one guy he started calling me Chumley because I look like the fat walrus. I had a yellow car. When I was delivering pizzas, so he would just start calling me Chumley all the time, and it's from Tennessee Tuxedo. It's a big fat walrus that drives around in a yellow car, I've... and I reminded him of him. So my real name is totally different. Like my real nickname, I didn't... you told me not to use it because my real name's in it, so I had to choose this one. I I've never heard of a, a walrus in a yellow car called Chumley. I had no idea it was a thing. I assumed it was just a name you made up. No. Wow. Okay. And I, I didn't like it. 
But again, I was going to go with Fatty McNonuts, which was the name I gave my first neutered cat. But then uh, <laughs> my, my real oh, nickname that I go by has my real name in it, so then we just went with Chumley. All right, I see you got you. And I think we all know why Inked Goddess went for Inked Goddess, right? I mean... I don't officially know, no. Um, she's got tattoos and she's a goddess. I mean, basically, is it, would that be would that be accurate, Inked, or...? Uh... Oh, I'm not really a goddess anymore. Oh, I got old. <laughs> don't put yourself down. Once a goddess, always a goddess. Right, yeah. <laughs> now I'm just an old goddess. Old goddess. Shall I change your username to old goddess for you? No, please don't do that. <laughs> I'm kidding, I would never do that. <laughs> Inked, I've seen the pictures that you've sent me recently. You're still a goddess, honey. Oh, thank you, or else you're delusional. I don't know. It's hard uh, to say. No, no, I, 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 I think Inked Goddess is an apt name. Everyone in chat agrees. Um, and they, oh, as you get older, your Monet Ink becomes more like Picasso and... <laughs> and, the uh, barbed wire tattoo Dolly. turns into a picket fence. Yeah, or Dolly. Well, everything's melting. Yeah, the persistence of memory. Oh man, someone <laughs> in chat's asking to see a pic of Inked. Uh, let, let me answer that for you. No. No. <laughs> There's a big one of it. It's on the it's on the Facebook page. I'm sorry, my voice drifted away. I was just leaning over, adjusting something. Is that better now? Is it okay? I'm sorry, I keep doing it. I know. You should tape your tape it to your like uh like um the human centipede. Tape my face to the mic. Is that better, guys? Are we happy? Is it working again? You have to warn me if it goes quiet again. Happy now? Better? Sl slurble? It's good. Yeah, someone warned me if it drifts away again. Deep throat, I stick my mouth right on the mic like this. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so hard getting used to using a real studio mic. And it doesn't help that I also still don't really know how to use the mixer properly. I'm still figuring that shit out. But at least, hopefully, it shouldn't be significantly quieter than uh, everybody else on the call, right? I had to normalize the last two shows using Adobe Audition to get it to uh, to get it to sound correct. But there you go. The trials and tribulations I have to go through to you guys. I'll tell you what, I'm just going to move the mixer up over here then I can see the levels while it's happening. That might help. I can see the exact level that's been output to you guys. It does seem kind of quiet actually for some reason. And I don't know why, hold on. That shouldn't be so Sounds bad. fine. That needs to be turned down a little bit. That needs to be turned up a little bit. Yeah, the volume on my PC just got turned all the way up and that's not good. There's no need for that to happen. But you guys in Skype can hear me clearly, right? Do I sound sexy and yada yada yada? Oh, yes. Hi Leon, how's it going? So, um... Do we have any more questions for the Q&A before I uh, pick a topic from my list of topics here and we start talking about um, one of the many crazy bullshit, crazy ass things that I've uh, got to talk about? Anybody? No? No? 
Someone's stroking to my voice. I know everybody is. I know. I, I it's just the effect I have on everyone. Luna wants me to talk about them beans. So spider person beans is what you want me to talk about, Luna. Let's talk about how 9-11 was bullshit. I, I Politics. Can, I can do that really quickly. 9-11 was bullshit. Big Supreme, will you suck my dick? No, it'll get stuck between my teeth, and I don't like that. You'd have to get a little penis toothpick to scrape it on out of there, so... Sorry, but no. Taco Jones, what's my Switch friend code? You want my Switch friend code, eh? It was on the website, but let me... In fact, no, I know where it is. Getting my Switch out of the dock here, and I already know where it is. It's on my Facebook. I've got to get it for you now. You're a little late, Leon. What's to deal with phone losers? We've answered that already. Scroll up. Go to macronshow.com. Look for a show called The End of... Um, Oh great, now my switch turned itself on. Look for a show called The End of Prank Call Station. Everything is explained on that show. Okay. Deal with it. Um, oh man, I was wrong. My, my switch friend code isn't isn't there now. I don't know. Where, where, the, where the fuck have I left it? I find the old switch friend code. Chumley, are you going to buy a Nintendo Switch so we can play Switch games together? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. Oh, you should. I honestly don't have time to play video games. Alright, I, I, I found my Switch friend code. I'm going to paste it in the chat. I know where I put it. Oh yeah, there you go. MCSA Ray found it in Discord. It is SW53983764400. Add me on there if you ever want to play Switch games. I actually, um, I've been experimenting with streaming them on Twitch recently. That's something I'm going to be doing a lot more soon. Um, I had this genius idea of trying to play, uh, trying to stream video games on Twitch whilst making prank calls. I thought that would be a a relatively unique concept, right? I don't see many people doing that. Um, but basically, I tried it once, and it was just a complete fucking nightmare, as you, as anybody with half a brain could probably imagine, right? You, you're trying to you're trying to find the number, dial the number, comment on the game that you're playing, and play the game at the same time. What have I been playing on PS4? I just finished the new, the, the second season of Telltale's Batman, which was fantastic. That was the last game I played on PS4. I am also playing a lot of Everybody's Golf at the moment. You'd have to maybe, I don't know if anybody's a golf fan out there, but Everybody's Golf on PS4 is fantastic. And uh, I will be picking up God of War. I think that comes out in about a week, right? This time next week, is it God of War? Have I got that right? J-Rad wants to know if Chumley and Inked play games at all. Do you want to, uh, do you want to answer that one, you guys? Uh, yeah, the last game I played was WoW, and I haven't played since probably 2010. And Eve. 
good old good old Eve Online. I think Inked still plays World of Warcraft. Is that right, Inked? Yes, I'm playing it right now. In fact. Are you playing it right now instead of focusing on the show? Really? Really? I can focus and talk at the same time. Calm your tits. You think just because you're a female you can multitask better than others, right? Uh, no, I don't think. That's what the men do. I'm only <laughs> told what to think. Um, how often, out of interest, do you play World of Warcraft while, um, while we're doing a show? Do you do this every time, or what, what the hell? No, no, just during this show, because I don't have to concentrate on doing a prank. Okay, alright, I'll let you off. I'll let you it's like you let time. me go to sleep last night after you tried video calling me twice after I said I was in bed and trying to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. Um, Luna just called me a Waldo. What's what's a Waldo? I don't what, understand. Say again. It's not a what, it's a where. Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? It's a who. What? What? Why am I a Waldo, and what is a Waldo? A Wally? Is it because you've got one hand busy with the... Oh, from Black Mirror. I've not watched Black Mirror yet, I'm sorry. I've been watching other... That's funny. So many other shows That's hilarious, to dude. I didn't even think of that, but that is fucking hilarious. Hey, somebody explain Waldo then from Black Mirror for me. I don't mind the spoilers. Just, just give me a brief you, overview of why I'm a Waldo. You haven't... Watch Black Mirror? Not yet. It's on my list to watch, but other things keep coming up. It's, it's hard to explain. I'll explain in a moment why I haven't watched it, but does someone want to explain to me what the Waldo thing is? Because it's going to bug me all night if I don't get to find out. Go watch it. No, don't tell me that. I don't, I'm not going to have time for ages. God damn it. What was Waldo? Then I guess it doesn't bug you that much. I want to know too. I've never seen the it's show. It's bugging me even more now. Yeah, and, and Inked wants to know. Come on, explain. Explain, Chumley. Come on, briefly. It's it's this dude. He's like a cartoon. He's he's he draws these cartoons, and it, there's a big like. It's a character. It's he does this character. It's not that he draws the cartoon. He like does a voiceover for a character, and he created this character, and stuff happens. So that's it. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. Stuff happens, eh? Okay. Luna says you can't really explain without watching it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna add Black Mirror to my list of things to watch. I think it's on Netflix. I'll add it to my Netflix watch list. I uh, was it a cat? I didn't know it had like a. That's interesting. I didn't. I, I guess I didn't realize it was a cat. A cat? What? Waldo is a cat? I thought it was just some goofy like. I didn't think it was an actual animal. But I, yeah, that's interesting. Luna says it's a bear. Yeah, you know what? It does look more like a bear, I think. Like a little teddy bear or something. Hmm, who knows. I, um, I just got through watching The Leftovers. That's one of the, the coolest shows I've ever seen in my life. I, um, once I get hooked on a show, like, like when, when a show really hooks me and I get completely obsessed and stay up till 7 a.m. every night binge watching it until I literally pass out and uh, that happened recently with The Leftovers I don't know if anybody here has seen that yet but there's only three seasons of it and it's just absolutely unbelievably amazing just co got completely obsessed with it for a little while there, just that was all I was watching 
I think I think one night I stayed up all night and all day to to try and get through one of the seasons. That's how good it I was. I think Westworld's coming back. Oh man, Westworld season one was amazing. I think it's coming back. Yeah, Westworld season two is out any time now. Um, let me find out. Let's find out using the power of the internet. I won't get to see any more Counterpoint till next year. Um, so I was able to cancel my Cinemax, but now I could get Showtime to watch Billions and Homeland again. Uh, Westworld Season 2 Episode 1 is out on the 22nd of April, so literally uh, uh, 10-11 days away until the new Westworld. That's going to be fantastic. But, um, yeah, if you haven't seen uh, Westworld Season 1, I... Um, I highly recommend watching it before before the new season starts. I cannot recommend The Leftovers enough. It's fucking mind-blowingly amazingly good. Uh, Better Call Saul, doesn't that start again soon? Everyone... Uh, that's awesome. It does it really? Uh, yeah, season four, I think we're up to now. Better Call Saul will be starting cool. soon, I believe. I'm going to use the power of the interwebs again to just to find out for certain. If nothing else, because I'm curious as well. Better Call Saul season four. High Castle. When's that coming back? Uh, is that the one about the Nazis or whatever? Well, alternate. And those alternate and those world. Hermanos, yeah. We know. Ah, it's playing an ad for Los Los Polos Hermanos. Um, season four of Better Call Saul started filming in January this year after writers body yada yada. Sneaky Pete's back. It's going to be 10 episodes. There isn't a confirmed air date yet, but it will be on Netflix. Um, probably all... Okay, so probably autumn this year we're going to get Better Call Saul Season 4. Um, Legion. So many of my in-real-life friends are telling me to watch Legion. Is that the one about in the X-Men universe? Have I got that right? Or am I confused again? Kind of. There is. It's like an X-Men prequel or something. And there are other mutants. Yeah, several people have told me to watch Legion. It's really dangerous recommending a TV show to me because I'll either watch a couple of episodes and be like, nah, nah, not really into this, meh. And, and that'll be it, I'll never watch it again. Or I'll get completely and utterly obsessed with it to the point where I stop sleeping and just just have to see all of it which is what happened with the leftovers i just couldn't couldn't even think about anything else until i'd got that watched completely um but i might check out legion and obviously uh season 12 of trailer park boys rest in peace john dunsworth just came out as well the whole thing on netflix if you don't watch trailer park boys then you suck that was so weird because literally we I we prank I, I, I prank called John Dunsworth from Trailer Park Boys and it was literally like a month later that he passed away. And he did a little promo yeah. for my show and it was just so so weird that like I was such a huge fan of his and sort of a month after being on the show and suddenly he passed away. So I was so lucky just to get him to do an ad for the Macron show, right? That's kind of uh Yeah, you know. But um yeah. He called it the Macaroni Show. I may even, I may even. Yes, he did. 
I may even have the little soundbite that he did somewhere around here. Um, in fact, I know, I, I know how to make it happen. I'm going to play it just because I can. Just because, you know, it's my show and... and it, well, it's, it's our show, but we can do what the fuck we want. Uh, for anybody that missed it, this was John Dunsworth from the Trailer Park Boys. Um, now I've got to find it. Now I've got to find it. YouTube's going slow as hell. I don't like what you... I don't like the direction YouTube is going in. They keep telling me to buy this YouTube red thing. And, uh, and I don't really want to. Uh, here it is, if it's going to work. This is Jim Lee speaking. Uh, I'm here to do advertise a show called The Macron Show. It used to be called The Macaroni Show, but the Italians, Italians they, they sued Macron. Never mind. What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we're all going to sit down. Oh, by the way, Randy, can you get me a double rumble? We're all going to sit down and hold each other's cock. All right. No, no, I don't do that. No, I didn't mean it that way. I'm going to run. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Mr. Leahy, have you been drinking? That was beautiful. Indeed. Hmm. I think he passed out from excitement. Yeah, I don't know. If you're talking, we can't hear you, dude. Sorry I was on mute. Apologize. Just uh, again, once again, all these buttons. So many buttons to press. I got confused, I got scared, I just curled up in a ball in the corner. I'm sorry, guys. So, um, yeah, I was talking about uh, TV shows. Yeah, and YouTube TV. There's a show that they're showing is, um, what is it? The new Karate Kid TV show, which looks really good. Um, but you, you can only watch it if you subscribe to YouTube Red. Like, that's going to happen. Like, everyone's not just going to be on Pirate Bay like an hour after it gets released. I'm not paying. Well, I don't know what the price is with you guys, but it's like £10 a month here for YouTube Red just to not have ads on YouTube. Like, what? Kiss my ass. And they want me... Well, as the a... one reason I'd be willing to pay for it is the ability to have it running and shut off my phone without having to have it on and waste my battery. That would be the only reason i pay for it. How do you mean, sorry? Well, you can't, you can't shut your phone off while YouTube's playing unless you have YouTube Red. Yeah, that that that's another that thing. A lot of battery. That's another thing that pisses me off, though. That should just be a feature anyway. That's not like a yeah. premium well, feature, like every, a lot of other apps. You know, like if you've got an iPhone and you play a you play a song and you turn your phone screen off and what have you, the song carries on playing, so you can put it in your pocket, right? But YouTube want, wants no, you YouTube. to pay for something that they can just implement for free anyway. I mean, that pisses really me off. really smart, dude. That's fucking smart, because I, don't I wouldn't even think, think about greedy. paying a dime if it weren't for that. I, I just think it's greedy. I think that should have been a feature five years ago, you know? It's, it's just a case of changing the way the app works so that it works when you're not 
don't have the app open, you know. I tried right. some tweaked versions. Um, the only way I was able to ever get that to work right was with root, and I often don't like to root my devices anymore. No, I don't like to do that shit anymore either. Um, mainly because there tend to be like very important security patches that come out, and then you have to choose between not being rooted or not being secure, right? I have a plethora of reasons, but that's one of. I mean, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I just don't don't bother. It's not worth the hassle anymore, especially on my iPhone. I I used to jailbreak my iPhone and everything and do all this clever shit with it, but I just can't be bothered anymore. The thing works, everything works fine, you know. Um, yeah, but as a content creator, they keep wanting me to, like, I keep getting bugged nearly every week to sign up to YouTube Red as a content creator. I'm like, screw you guys. I'm not paying for that crap. So yeah. I guess that answers the question about TV, right? Damn it. Sorry, my mixer's making weird noises at me. The fuck? What are you doing, machine? Help! Help someone! Ah! Right, okay. That sound okay now. There yeah, we that's... go. Um, do either of you play any sports? Um, I don't really play sports anymore. I go to the gym. I do some jogging. I used to play basketball because I'm quite tall. I was always on like the school basketball team. Also used to play cricket, a little bit of football, but uh, not uh, not not especially anymore. Other than other than occasionally going to the gym and doing a bit of jogging. I don't know. Robert, what about you two guys? What, what sports do you, two, do you two guys play? Inked Goddess, World of Warcraft doesn't count as a sport, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> just to let you know. Just wait to talk. You don't, have to, you don't have to wait for him. You just jump straight in there. You don't have to... You're not third rate on this show, honey. If you want to talk, you talk. Now I just talk, don't woman. Interrupt anybody <laughs> like that. <laughs> same way. I'm the I'm the same way. Don't 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 worry about it. Just jump in and start talking, and then the next person can talk. I don't know. There's oh. there's no particular schedule for 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 who gets to talk. All right. Well, I guess I'll go. I do like to bowl and work out, lift weights. I like um, bowling too, actually. Sorry to interrupt. Bowling is fun. Let's see, when I was a kid, I was on a baseball team, and since I'm tall, I used to play basketball, too. And that's pretty much all I do for right now, is just lift weights and uh, bowl. I didn't know you lifted weights. Surprise! Um, when you send me all those naked pictures, you don't look particularly bulked up or anything, if you don't mind me saying so. I ran out of my testosterone. Have That's you, why. You stopped using the steroids, is that it? Yeah, I've been slacking off on it. And Chumley, what about you and sports? Uh, I used to, when I was able to, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like I was in intramurals, um, played football in high school. But, uh, yeah, especially I can't, and I used to, I was on a bowling league and that, but I can't even bowl anymore, so I can't really do anything. I'm, I'm lucky I don't have to use a walker anymore, so I'm just grateful for that. Shit. Plus, I don't leave my apartment except to go to work, so. You can't bowl anymore. There's that, too. No. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That kind of sucks. Yeah, it, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks because we have a cool bowling outage every year with our work. And, uh, yeah, that's when I found out that I won't be bowling either. I thought I might be able to pull it off, but it didn't quite work out. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. I'm not hmm? going to ask for your uh, medical information over the air or anything, but I'm, uh, I'm sure I can imagine the reason why. It's your giant penis getting in the way, isn't it? Well, I'm not afraid to say, I mean, myelopathy, C4, C5, and they have a discectomy, and ever since then I have 20% of feelings from the, what they call the tit line down, so it causes all kinds of problems. Did you, did you say the tit line? That's what they call it, because I, I used to say the waist down, but they're like, that's not accurate, because it's actually all, it's higher because it was the C4 and C5, so, and C6. So they, and I, they said it would come back, the feeling and all that, but it's what, two year, the June will be the two year mark and I still don't have anything, still no change. So it's like, whatever. Man, I'm sorry to Just that. get used to it. Hey I man, it's not changed a, my life, I'll say that much. Not being a doctor, I don't even fully understand the medical condition that you mentioned. Is it, is it from like some an accident or is it just an no accident? I just woke up one day and felt that way went to the hospital and they found out like my um, my vertebrae broke into my spinal column so like oh, wow. it was causing all kinds of problems they surgically removed it and then um, I used the walker for like six months and then I got used a cane for another year I'm, I haven't used a cane now for like four or five months and uh but I just, I, the ground has to be level, it can't be dark. It takes a lot of concentration to walk. Because think about it, like, if you're sitting Indian style or sitting down too long, your legs fall asleep, that's pretty much how it feels. Like, that's not the pins and needles part, the numb part. That's, like, how it is 24-7. And that's, it doesn't seem to want to get better, but that's like, so, I got so used that's to like it. like a permanent feeling, that kind of weakness that you get when you've had pins and needles. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I luckily I still I they say I haven't lost any of the strength. It's just because I can't tell what's happening. Um, like I it just I I don't have any awareness. So it's just that I have to be able to see where I'm walking. It's it's interesting, dude. I've come a long ways because I, I could have like gone on disability and just kind of dwelled in the whole thing. And I just decided that like at this age I can't be using that as an excuse to just give up. So. So, you so just I just kept doing it. Figured it right. out. That sucks, man. And you and you literally just woke up one day out of the blue. There was no sort of yeah. build up to it or anything. Yeah, no build up, nothing. I mean, I wasn't exactly, you know, like I'd spent the whole night smoking crack and doing heroin, but I just oh, okay. fell asleep in my chair and woke up like that, and that was a eye opener for me. That's for sure. Wow. But uh, yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Do you think it's actually related to that, or is this like something that could just happen to anyone? They don't think so. The doctors don't think so. They don't. They don't know what it is. They say it could even be like congenital, but they they can't even look that up since I'm adopted. They have no way of like looking at family history to see if there's something in my family history. So who the fuck knows? Wow! Holy shit! 
That that sucks. I mean, like, at least, you know, if it was like an accident or something, at least you've got some kind of explanation as to why and everything, but... Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that, is, honestly, that was the only thing I hated about it was, like, what the fuck, you know, and... <clears throat> there's no specific mom, explanation for it, you know. He had, like, a paralyzation, and it took her out. Like, she got super depressed and ended up, like, killing herself. So I was like, I'm gonna do everything I can not to, like, fall into that same pattern, so... Right. I love my job, and that's kind of what keeps me going. Is I love my job, so. Right. I love. Wow! Holy shit! The scary thing about that is that's like the um, it's the kind of thing that I mean, effectively, the the drug stuff aside, that's almost the kind of thing that could happen to anyone, right? You could wake up one day with anything, you know. Right. You, and you, prior to that happening, I never ever thought in my life I would have like a disability. Like I forgot how easy it was to just walk downstairs or to like be able to walk in the dark like it's weird now looking back at how much i like took all that shit for granted it's really weird i think that's the same for everybody though we just we take everything for granted you take it for granted that you're gonna be able to see and hear and walk and talk and run and jump and everything you know you don't you don't even think about it until you lose those abilities right yeah yeah, that's right. So I don't know. It's, I'm grateful for that for sure, and it also, I mean, I you know, it straightened me out because now I'm really, really careful about what I do. So you know, it's there's a lot of good things. It may have saved my life. Who knows, right? You know what I mean? You never you know. Can, you kind of get a lot of stories of, uh, like that where pe people have something happen to them, and it could be anything, and it makes them sort of realize how fragile the human body is, and they start looking after themselves better. So. I'm not saying it's <laughs> it's a good thing necessarily that yeah, happened, but it it may have yeah. at least. I, I'm definitely not looking at me after myself, but like at least uh, I appreciate. But you yeah, more. you've got but some some appreciation the of, of the, the faculties that you've got left, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I still smoke. I I fucking eat too much. You know, I'm way overweight. So you should be vaping. But, uh, I keep telling you this. Yeah. Whatever. I'm just gonna quit. Vaping's good. I am. Um, do you vape? Yes, I do. I I'm vaping right now, as a matter of fact. I didn't even know that. I didn't know you vaped things. How did Holy I not shit. realize yeah. this? So we started talking. I used to smoke way back when. Jeez. I quit smoking about uh, eight years ago, maybe. So I switched ah. to vaping and been doing it ever since. You've been vaping for eight years. You've been vaping since before vaping was vaping. Yeah, before it was really cool, huh? Wow. Um, J-Rad, just to answer your question, for the moment, all the shows will be in the same place, so don't worry. Yeah, I smoked... I started smoking when I was 16, and I started vaping when I was 32, 33. So it's quite a long time of smoking. Um... I know Dolores still smokes the Virginia Slims, though. That's a big problem, right? Yeah, she won't give them up. It's terrible. Yeah. I, d I didn't even know you vaped. That's so weird. I mean, we've only been talking for, like, a couple of years, and I hadn't even realized that we're both vaping. That's funny. I've mentioned it before. Maybe you just don't remember. I don't know. I, I possibly, yeah. My, um, you know, my brain doesn't fully work properly for various reasons, but, um... 
Yeah, we've got to get Chumley vaping. That should be the next mission. Let's. Uh, I already <laughs> did all that. Like I'm, I'm gonna just. It's either gonna be smoking or quitting. I'm not going doing that whole vaping thing again. I'm done with that. Okay. That got out of hand. Way out of hand. Well, I, I don't know. You, I mean, did you end up like me buying loads and loads of vape equipment and juices? <laughs> Fucking and a man. Shit? I was. I vaped for about a year, and I probably spent more than I would have on a car. I just would have bought a car that year. Oh, I have, Ridiculous. yeah. Ridiculous. I, I have, like, I have about six or seven full vape setups. Like, different tanks, different mods, different um, drippers. I, I literally just got a delivery of vape juice today. Like 40 pounds worth of vape juice in the post, something like that. Um, but it keeps me off the cigarettes. I mean, I was a serious, like, heavy smoker. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not going to, uh, not going to certain lecture you on a show, but obviously my advice to anyone that smokes is to give up. Um, mm -hmm. but you already yep. know uh, this. You don't need to be told that, right? Nope. Hey, man. You look at me a few years ago compared to now, and I'm miles ahead, miles and miles ahead of where the fuck I was, dude. It's a miracle. Yeah, you've told me a little bit about your exploits, so, you know... Um, I guess uh, if you're just down to cigarettes, then uh, it's, yep. it's a lot better than I don't even drink some of the shit. I'm not a big drinker. I never, I've never had an alcohol problem. I've never been like an alcoholic. It's never been an issue for me. But um, as a depression sufferer, it's just better not to drink. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, alcohol, alcohol being a depressant. Um. I do drink, I do like, if I go out, if I go out for a meal with my lady friend, or I, um, you know, just, just feel like having a beer at random, then I will have one, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's good that, like, you can have one like that, you know what I mean, I, and honestly, like, the, I definitely can't drink, you know what I mean? Like I, I, do, I go all crazy. I black. I'm a blackout drinker, but well, yeah. The, um, the, the thing I is, I miss weed the most. Oh, tell me about the it. Most. Tell me about it. I was about to get onto that. Um, I miss it. I, I started smoking weed the same time I started smoking cigarettes. So at 16, and oh wow, yeah, and like, and and weed was my thing. Like, so there was there was. There, or there have been multiple periods of my life where I was smoking weed all day, every day. Yeah, um, that was from 22 till about four years ago. Just chronic smoker. Yeah. Ridiculous. And I that's, I think, why I miss it so much, because I, I couldn't start my day and my day go anywhere without smoking. You know how that is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I went back to university as a mature student when I was 27. And I was high the entire time. Um, I, I remember once I, wa I walked into a lecture with my buddy who I'd just been smoking with and somebody pointed out that we had like weed flakes all over our clothes. Huh. <laughs> just big lumps of weed on our clothes. Like that's the, we, we were buying like huge amounts of it and, and just going fucking crazy on it. But... Um, Matt 92 said, isn't weed like the death penalty in the UK? Um, it's not quite the death penalty, but it certainly ain't legal. But uh, mm. I, I found, I got to a point with weed where, um, and people say, like people give me all kind of excuses for why this is and try and give me solutions, but 
it was getting to the point of making me paranoid. I don't know if you've ever found that. You know what I mean? And unless you're one there of there were moments, you know, I've yeah. moments. I just aside aside from how much it was costing me and uh, the fact that I I now share a house with someone that doesn't even smoke cigarettes and and wouldn't let me smoke weed here. And the fact that just every now and then I would get like really bad paranoia from it. And again, it's probably part of me having depression and various other things that that happened. But that that's all those things combined kind of made me quit. But I'm I I'm with you. Like man, do I miss it? Like I really miss it. Like now you've brought it up, I could just sit and smoke a huge blunt right now, and it would be heaven. <laughs> I would be so. I just happy. got way too much to lose. That's why I don't do it. If I didn't have so much to lose as a result of it I so would right now like nothing would stop me but I just got way too much to lose it's not worth it for me because I my I have to I have to remain clean for various reasons work being one of them and I was was about to ask if they do uh, do they do a drug test where you work I decided to make that a requirement for myself to keep me straight so but it's not a requirement i've made it a requirement that's pretty cool that you came up with that though that shows a lot of um shows a lot of desire to better yourself right not not a lot of people would do that i had to do it though if if it weren't for that i'd be doing all kinds of stuff right now let me tell you i hear you man well i'm proud of you how long how long has it been now since you've been uh Sober mm. as a judge, as they say. No, let's see. I mean, I had, I had three and a half years, and then I relapsed, and now I'm back on, coming up on, what the fuck? Two years? Yeah. Two, two years. years. That's cool. That's awesome. Mm. Well, keep it up. Do prank call shows instead. I find that helps <laughs> take my mind off wanting to smoke weed and doing other things. The, the other thing that, and again, I wouldn't say I had a problem with it because it's hardly particularly addictive, but at one point when I was younger, like in my 20s, like I, I had a really big thing for ecstasy. Like, that, that was uh-huh. one of my favorite things. I, it was just like every weekend, every weekend, without fail. And yeah. cra- crazy amounts as well. Like, ridiculously crazy <laughs> amounts of it. Yep. And yep. I, I used to love that shit. And yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. If I if I had the opportunity, the problem is you get to a certain age and and the come down lasts three times longer than the high. So like, <laughs> right. it's not worth right. it anymore. You know, I when I was doing it at twenty one and and I could just go about my business the next day, just feeling a little bit hungover. It was great, but. You kind of get to be an old man like I am now, and it's like sort of twelve hours yeah. of partying and four days in bed, feeling sick. You know, <laughs> so it's not. I couldn't even imagine. It's just not worth couldn't it even anymore. Imagine. I remember in Green Bay, like I did that thing where I was in the hospital for two weeks after drinking that vial of acid. But like there, at that time, what I would do is like I would drink a bunch of G, do a bunch of LSD, then ketamine, then get really high, then start like before I know it, I wake up and I have managed to buy crack heroin like it's crazy i do these crazy things and then not know where all my money went and not know why i'm sick all the time you know 
What, what was that so about? I realized uh, I got problems. <laughs> what was that about a vial of acid? Did I hear that right? Yeah, that's a long fucking story, but in Green Bay, I, uh, I decided that I was done, and I bought a bunch of acid to sell, and instead of putting it all on paper, I decided to drink it, and then woke up in the hospital two weeks later, and they were like, dude, you're fucking crazy. Holy shit. You shouldn't be alive right now. And I'm like, oh, at least I can think straight and said, all right, let's figure this out. Do you like, do you remember the trip at all or did you just completely no. black out? No. Dude, I, I don't even remember starting to get high and I don't like remember how suddenly coming to like it, like it wasn't a process of where like I remember kind of laying in bed or talking. It was just suddenly I, I was like conscious. And they, for a whole week, I was, I had a whole personality, they had me on video, I had a, I had a different name, I was Johnny Crank, apparently I had called myself, because I didn't have an ID, so they had me in there as Johnny Crank, and then after I became conscious, I started coming clean with them, I'm like, I don't know, what the fuck, how I got here, so they had to explain to me how the cops found me in the park, and they brought me to the hospital and shit, it was crazy, dude, that was weird, like, that was uh, that was an eye-opener for me, that I needed help. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, man. So. I was just about to say, like, Johnny Crank would have been a great prank call show name. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know where I came up with it, to be honest with you. I do, I do yeah, know. Jo Johnny Crank would have been a great co-host name. <laughs> just, you know, I mean, it's too late. I mean, you're officially chumly now, but... No, jo I, I... Johnny Crank is not something that I want to spend much time repeating, let me tell you. Yeah, no, I, one of my proudest moments. I um, I can imagine that actually. I can I can kind of get that. Yeah, <laughs> Matt ninety two has a very good point. <laughs> At least you didn't that wake I've up never, next to some fat guy, dude. Thanks to simply too kind, all the times that I've g'd out, like he, I'd be swigging out of bottles. He'd always make sure I was looked after. Like I've never got. As many times as I've G'd out, he's always been there to save my ass from having some problems. Wow, holy shit, what a story. So, um, I guess, he's the, got le plenty. guess the lesson here is don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, kids. And the funny thing is, I was totally substance-free till the age of 21, 22. Totally substance-free. Not you a see drip of alcohol or cigarettes touched my lips until I went crazy. I started drinking at a young age because I always looked a lot older than I was, so like, I could get served mm -hmm. in a bar at like 16. So I, I started drinking at a young age, but what's funny is like a lot of my friends at school, they, would, they were trying cigarettes and they were trying weed at like 12, 13, and I never did that, I never engaged in that. I waited till I was 16, which is the legal age or was the legal age to buy cigarettes in the UK. Like, for some reason, I waited till I could buy them legally and then just started smoking. Um, and then... That, that makes sense to me. That yeah, makes and, sense to me. And then within, within I think, like, within a week of trying cigarettes, I was then smoking weed as well. Um, yeah. And it kind yeah. of went on from there. Same here. I think Same the, or, here. the order went... I was on weed for about six months, and then somebody got me to try magic mushrooms, and then ecstasy, and then... <laughs> speed and coke and all that kind of thing. I kind of dabbled with everything. Yeah. Um, right, once you pop your cherry, it's like, what do you got? It's like, they just pull it out and you don't even know what it is and you throw it in your mouth. Like, okay, what did I just take? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I, I remember Shit. being at house parties like when I was totally naive and people were like, hey, hey, like, 
Have you ever tried crushing up an ecstasy pill and snorting it and you're just like, okay. <laughs> you're like there in yeah. some, some random stranger's kitchen smashing up an ecstasy pill and ramming it up your nose just to see what happens. <laughs> like that's, 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 that's right. Because someone mentioned it. No, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah I don't think I'll do that. I'll give it a try. This, is, this, this just turned into an NA meeting. Right, yeah, this is therapeutic for all of us. Ink's gone really quiet, so either she's really guilty or she's uh, disgu- <laughs> she's just disgusted by both of us and wants out of here. No, not at all. No, I. Do you do a lot? Do you do a lot of drugs, Inked? Did I do a lot of drugs? No. Or do you do a lot of weed's drugs? Weed's the worst I've done, and no, I don't do a lot of drugs. Do you still smoke weed or not anymore? No, I never really liked it. It made my anxiety way worse, so. I just don't smoke I, it. I don't care if people smoke it. I should. It, eh. I think it should be legal, but it's just not for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. I totally think it should be legal. I think. Te- I think to be quite honest, all drugs should be legal. And then you know, you're taking billions of pounds out of the hands of criminals. And at least yeah. if people are going to do it, they're going to know that they're taking what what they think they're taking, right? You know. Um, yeah. we, we, I mean, my dad said it best. If you want to shoot your shoot bleach in your veins, by all means, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, go do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I'm I'm a total libertarian. I think people people should be able to do whatever they want. You know, um, as long as you got insurance. As, as you say, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone else, you know, do what the fuck you want. That's kind of my motto, but. The problem is that dealers are such scumbags. You hear about them cutting, you know, cutting coke with fucking rat poison and shit like that. So. Well, the big thing now is the fentanyl. Yeah, That's like people putting fentanyl into stage. basically everything. Um, so again, like if you were to sell coke or whatever in stores that are government regulated and uh, have like health inspectors or whatever product inspectors, then alright it's not ideal that you're taking drugs but at least when you buy them you know you're getting exactly what you asked for you know exactly what yeah, you're putting into the body that's a catch 22 for as long as there's a government there will always be illegal drugs because they survive off that money like so much black money comes from drugs so much I think- that, that funds so many different things I think I read it's- somewhere is it true that like um, cannabis is the largest crop in the the whole of the UK? Uh, sorry, the whole of the USA versus everything else combined. So like, there's, I don't know there, about that. There's supposed to be like more money in 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 weed than there is in like corn. Oh, maybe money. Just everything. There, yeah, money wise. Like, there, I think corn probably takes up more real estate, but there's probably way more money in marijuana than much yeah. of anything else. I I believe that. It's crazy, right, when you think about it, but, um... It is, considering, like, ten years ago, it probably wasn't like that. So much has changed. Yeah, I mean, and and when you go back even further, like, 20, 30 years ago, then the weed was really shitty as well. Yep. Like, it was, like... I've seen pictures of, um, weed from, like, the 1970s, and... I mean, it, it, it literally looks like that really shitty Mexican brick weed that you yeah. get these days yeah. if you've got a bad dealer. Just just really terrible looking shit. Like, compared to the crazy ass fucking strains that you can buy now. But, uh. Um, yeah. 
that's it too. I mean, I hated like when I was smoking weed, like you could buy a ton of the shit and I couldn't stand it. I would get like headaches from it. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, if I when it, when I smoked weed, if I ever got some bad shit like that, I I could tell straight away because I would just get a headache right at the front of my forehead, like immediately, <laughs> like there was pressure on my head or something. It was horrible, horrible. And yeah, of course, you when, smoke a when you have ounce of it to feel anything. Yeah, and it, well, I was about to say, when you're young and it's all you can get, you just keep smoking it anyway, right? You're not going to throw that shit away. That's true. You're just like, well, we've got to do something with it. We've got to smoke it, right? I've been pretty spoiled, man. Well, My friends have always like had the hookup, you know, and then you just know where to go once, once you're there. Well, you're in the States as well, like... Uh, yeah. Good good yeah, weed is a lot harder to come by in the United Kingdom, being that we're an island in the middle of nowhere, you know. It's a lot harder to The import. laws are different there too, right? Yeah, I mean, the laws are completely stricter, basically. I mean, there's nowhere in the UK where you can legally smoke weed at all. It's, it's illegal to buy it, sell it, own it, possess it, carry it, everything. <laughs> Even though states legalize it, it's still technically federally illegal to sell it. That's always, that's always confused me about the United States, the difference between federal and state law. I don't see how they can contradict each other. So, like, the state can say that you can open a weed shop, but the feds can come in and raid you. I don't understand how it yep. works. Yep. That's just... That's like, how it works. <laughs> that's I know, how it is until it changes. It's just bizarre to me. I mean... If the state says it's legal, it should be legal. I mean... Yeah. It's the way this... That's how the state makes money. And then if they you don't play their by their rules or the feds don't like it for some reason, it gives them a reason to come get rid of you. Well, I was reading these stories about people, you know, in states where they, they legalized the weed, they were... Like, these assholes were waiting until they'd established the business, got it all up and running, got it running smoothly got a nice little business going, got a nice little turnover going, and then they wait until then to go and raid them and just wreck it all, knowing that that's when there's going to be the maximum maximum amount of product and money that they can seize and yeah, ni nice things from the that. store that they can seize. Like, they deliberately pounce when, just as they're doing well, they don't even wait, you know, which is just cruel. You'd think if they were going to pounce, they'd pounce on day one of the store opening, and then at least they haven't wasted a bunch of money getting the store up and running, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I never really understood that shit. Goddamn assholes. But I do have some friends that live in Colorado, and it just makes me jealous all the time when I see them on Facebook. <laughs> just, like, coming back from the dispensary with, like, a fucking shopping basket with... With all the edibles and the ready rolled joints and the, like just everything, just the best looking weed I've ever seen. <laughs> I keep hearing uh, my friends in Colorado keep talking about this um, Gorilla Glue shit. They call it Gorilla Glue because like it makes you stick to your chair when you smoke it. Huh. Uh, it's heavy on the indica. Uh, Greaseman wants to know if this is a calling show. It's not technically a call-in show, but if anybody out there would like to chat to us and um, isn't a huge dickweed, then um, basically um, I can add you on Skype and you can come say hi if you'd like to. 
Um, if you do want to, uh, if if you do want me to call you on Skype, um, best thing to do. In fact, you don't even. Oh yeah, no, you need a Skype account because I'm not not messing about with the whole Skype conference thing again. Now that now that they took that feature away as well, but. If you're listening and you'd like to jump on for a few minutes and say hi, or just chat to us, or just ask us some questions, or whatever, you can either email your Skype name to macronshow at gmail.com, or send me a private message on the Macron Show Discord, um, which is on, there's a link to it on macronshow.com if you'd like to find it. So if you do want to call in, hit me up somehow with your uh, Skype name. And I'll throw you into the call and we'll see if you're interesting enough for us to talk to. And if you're not, then I'll kick you right up on out of here. USA Machine says he's li- he'd love to chat to you all. Well, send your Skype name to macronshow at gmail.com or hit me up on private in the Discord and I will throw you in the call. And we will uh, evaluate your performance. It's not going to be a super long show tonight for several reasons. Um, we started a bit later than I originally planned. I had I'd had some shit to deal with, unfortunately. That was <clears throat> I'm not even going to go into it, but um, ended up pissing me off slightly. And obviously, with it being a talk show, we're not going to talk for seven hours because I can't manage that. Um, I had planned in my head originally for this to be a two hour long show and we've gone over that already so I'm quite pleased that we've actually managed to find things to talk about for that long. I think it's gone quite well in that respect. And we have 41 listeners and people aren't leaving or complaining which is also a surprise, right Chumley? I'm shocked by that. I I, I don't even understand that. I, I expected a lot of people just to sit there saying, do pranks, do pranks. But then, I mean, we've done 14 hours of pranks this week already, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> and it's what... I mean, what's good, though, is like they list the, our regular listeners. I guess they got to look under the hood in a way from the shit we've been talking about, get kind of an idea of who they're... They're listening to a little bit. Yeah, the idea behind doing just this talk show is, like you say, is one for people to get to know us a little bit more. It's probably not going to be a weekly thing. I'm thinking it may either be a monthly or a fortnightly thing, and they're going to be shorter shows. Uh, J Rad's saying, talk more, talk more. (laughs) But, like, um,. I, I just wanted to try something a little bit different, you know, we every week we go on and we just plow through the pranks as much as possible and uh, I, I just thought we'd talk, we'd have a conversation. I've already discovered that Inked Goddess vapes, apparently I should have been listening already when she told me. I probably did, I probably, she probably did tell me and I've just completely forgotten. Um, but the reception to this so far seems to be quite good, so I may make this like a once a month thing. We have a little catch up, we have a little chat. Uh, hopefully we'll get to the point where listeners can uh, join in. Nobody's come forward with a, oh wait a minute, I have a private message on Discord. Let's see who this is. And what sucks is like I have a dial-in number, but once we give it out, then it gets abused. That's the shittiest part. Yeah, I know. Well, there's there's some very, very sad little uh, basement-dwelling neckbeard people out there that uh, that just can't handle other people's success and enjoyment. 
But there you go. I don't, I don't care. I, I'm going to stop talking about them now. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Not to so, mention it's like the coolest number ever. I was shocked that I got it. Uh, so Natty Jeff, uh, Natty Jeff uh, would like to uh, join the call. I don't know if he's in chat right now. Is he in chat? Natty Jeff is in chat. Please make sure you mute your mix mixler, uh, Natty Jeff. Uh, we're going to add Natty Jeff to the call. See what he has to say. Let's find well, out. First, Let's find out together, guys. Well, first he has to send fifty dollars. Oh yeah, to he, has, my he has Gmail to, account. He has to pay Thank the fifty dollar uh, call entry fee. And he better have something interesting to say so I can sit back and have a little vape and a drinky poo and chill out. Is this the guy that's in Tiny Chair puts a costume on every show? No, you're thinking of um, Nuna, right? Yeah, no, what? Yeah. No, he like he wears something different every show and uh... Is that Natty Jeff? I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I get confused. I thought that was Danny Noonan. Danny Noonan, that's yeah. it. Noonan, that's, that's what, what I said, saying. Danny Noonan. I thought you said Nunu. I thought you said Nunu, and I was like, I don't even know. I didn't even on, know um, Nunu was here. On Ink's Goddess's birthday, he dressed up as Chump. It was amazing. So, um, yeah. bear in mind, it's uh, Chumley's birthday tomorrow, um, Noonan, so we expect a great outfit. Uh, Jeff, are you with us? Come in, Jeff. Jeff. I don't know what's going on with him. He's in the call. He's just not talking. Looks like he just oh. hung up or something. Looks like he, he went gray. He went gray. He needs to rejoin the call. You fucked it up, Jeff. Oh, he's talking, he's typing, he's saying something. What's he gonna say? I'll read it out for you guys. Skype was loading when you called. Well, then that's somehow my problem. Probably just wants you to call him back. Trying to call him back. I have to call him back. Well, do I have to remove him from the call, first of all? I don't see him in the call. He's, uh... Yeah, he's in the chat. He's, uh, he's chatting to Inked in the... In the thing. Man, I'd even, I don't even know how to remove people from the, uh... Huh. WKRP That's a show we're marathoning. WKRP. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that it's a, I didn't know that was on. That's a cool show. It's not, but you can watch it free on Hulu123.net there's a whole bunch of TV shows you can watch with no ads. It's really nice. Huh. I think I'll get some Barney Miller in. Okay, yeah, it's saying it's saying he's not in the call now. Um, yeah. Let me uh, let me let me let me try and get him in here. Sorry about this, guys. It worked before, and now he's not even coming up on the. No results found for that username. It came up a minute ago. He was in here. He hacked us. Damn yous. Damn yous all to hell. This motherfucking cat will not leave me alone. 
I'm busy. Smack it around. Here, say hi in the microphone. Hi, cat. Meow. Oh, wait. Um, okay, I'm going to hang up on everybody and call everyone back. Hold on. That's going to work. Okay. Tiny kind. Okay, uh, Jeff, are you with us? Oh, no. Inked goddess. I see him. Apparently he's what? in... Okay, hold on. I don't see the family, see us. Alright, let me try again. Okay, Miss Goddess, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, uh, let me leave the old group, make sure that works, there we go, okay, so, man I hate this, the new Skype sucks so much, right, so then I just need to add Chumley, and then I'm going to add Jeff, right, I've added both of them, let's see what happens. What the hell's going on? I can hear it ringing. Can you can you hear us okay, Chummers? Yep. Telephone? You get this thing figured out now? I was somehow on the call with Jeff. Yeah, he should be in here. He should be. Hello? Hey, Jeff. Yeah, now, now it works. Jesus. What's going on, Jeff? Sorry, I had my uh, mixer back up because I was trying to find out what's going on. It's going well. Well, oh. well life is good, man. Cool, glad to hear it. Do you have any, any anything in particular you want to talk about? Anything you want to get off your chest there? I can probably do an hour, man, if you want to hear it. Go for it. Yeah, 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 go for it. If if I get bored, I'll just cut you off. So don't worry. You uh, you tell it. Tell us what you want to talk about. Well, I thought first of all, it was kind of interesting to watch you guys in Tiny Chat because you know there's like a, a, you don't know what anybody looks like or whatever when you're listening to a show and you you kind of you know, visualize what they might look like. And then I see you guys doing it live. It's kind of funny. Uh, okay. Well, we, uh, we forgot to put Tiny Chat on tonight, actually. Um, so in your last show, you called a Kroger and a guy was complaining about speed bumps. Yep. Yep. I remember I, that. I could ride a bicycle to that Kroger. I'm that close. <laughs> Oh really? What that specific location? Yeah. Oh shit. A couple, couple funny things about that. I'm curious. Sometimes when you have people that, uh, I think you could take some of the people that you prank, and especially the ones that you get pretty good that aren't crazy, and uh, make them into a, a fan. I've actually had that happen a couple of times. I've had a couple of people who realised it was a prank, and they've ended up becoming regular listeners. It does happen from time to time. Like Glove Boy? Oh. I like Glove Boy who wouldn't leave me alone for like six months. Oh, huh. he was a fucking asshole. I, I'd, I'd call him now, but I don't want to, quite honestly. <laughs> I don't, don't want to hear his damn voice again. But, well, um, that, um, that Kroger that you were 
calling or the guy from the Kroger, whatever. Um, there is, and I, I know you have these in England as well, which I find strange, but International House of Pancakes. Yeah, IHOP. We called we, one last week. Yeah, we don't have IHOP in the UK. Uh, I'm pretty sure you do. When the when the London bombing was going on, really? I was like, I was looking into well, all the stuff that happens to you guys over there with all the terrorism shit. But and I'm a conspiracy theorist, by the way. We all probably most people who know who I am know that. But the um, yeah, I can swear there's IHOPs there because I was looking at Google Maps and like looking at the bridge and stuff. I'm, I'm I can swear there's an international house of pancakes. In I, I'm anyway. actually googling it now because. Um... I, I've if never seen. I've never seen it if there is, and I've always wanted to go. <laughs> but you know how America is. Come on now. No, no, there is, there isn't one. I'm say international when it ain't international yet. International is something I'm starting to, you know, sell lemonade in my front yard. International House of Jeff Lemonade. <laughs> no, there is no. There's no IHOP in in the UK. I just looked. Well, that was there was some American chain that was more pre prevalent than I would have guessed. But okay, so over here, Chumley, what do we call International House of Pancakes? I have. All right, so that road, if you look where that Kroger is, there is also, but by the way, it is off of Cox Road, which is off of Tylersville Road, yeah. which is right by I-75. Then they put in a plaza there. It used to be Voice of America, by the way, if you guys know what that is, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, Voice of America is like a block away from that location also. And... Um, but it's called Cox, and if you look up the Westchester, Ohio, IHOP, the street address is Cox Lane, so naturally that's pretty funny, because IHOP on Cox. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it I really exists. <laughs> ah. Right, that's fantastic. Wrong um... of me to try to approach the manager from Kroger. I may actually know them, by the way, but and say, hey, you got a nutty guy about the uh, speed bumps. What's going on with that? I, I could just, I'm, I mean, I'm not supposed to be doing pranks tonight, but I'm, no, no, I'm not I'm, saying doing that. No, I'm and just, I'm I so, could, I'm so tempted now that you've said it, just to call and say hi. Is that I hop on Cox? I just linked them to you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you really, you know, when you're when you're planning this uh, new shopping plaza, and you're looking at who you might be able to attract to do business in your little plaza, wouldn't someone like International House of Pancakes kind of say, "Wait, wait, 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 hold up, what street again?" <laughs> yeah, right. Like, well, hang on, we maybe may we they're may just over the age of twelve. Terrible, <laughs> maybe they're over the age of twelve. Well, this is supposed to be a talk show, but I'm going to do it just because it's. I'm I'm, I'm a big fucking child, basically. Um, this is going to be a very very brief prank call, and I apologise for turning it around from a talk show, but uh, but Jeff, you just inspired me with that. I, and it's going to be a shitty prank call because I'm just going to say it and then giggle at them, so it's going to be terrible. Thank you for calling with Sister I. How can I help you? Hi, is that uh, I hop on Cox? Uh, yes. I hop on Cox. <laughs> they must get that a lot. She gets it. <laughs> she gets it. Boom! There you go, guys. Something tells me they get a lot of those calls. <laughs> hey, uh, totally worth it, though. 
if they if they have another IHOP on a different street, they probably say IHOP on Tottenham Road. But yeah, that. that's true. They don't. You're right. They probably would have said where they're at. They usually do. Look at the chat. This person, I don't get it. I really don't get it. Something's wrong with this person in the chat. I really admire the way you take the freaking high road too, because it's not easy. I've done shows myself, and when people are, you know, giving you shit, it sometimes makes me break concentration. I get mad, and I, I block them. And I, along with the Grease Man and some of my other uh, people that I am on Mixler, <laughs> the, uh, I've been blocked from most prank call shows because I tell them that they're not funny or something in chat, and they can't take it. And they're not funny, so I'm not lying. <laughs> See, yeah, the I difference, The difference with your guys' show is it's so much more cerebral. And being That's, in sales, yeah. that I'm in sales, I mean, these are things that everybody who works retail would love to say. Well, the smart ones there. <laughs> love to say to some of these a-holes they have to cater to. But um, I will tell you, since I've become a listener, when I have a customer where I'm allowed to kind of cut them loose, like they're just being so obnoxious that my boss is going to give me grief, you should hear me. Oh, my God. Because people can hear me doing it, and I've gotten downright, like, slicing the ribbons. It's funny. <laughs> Nothing offensive. Just ask them stupid questions. And I think that may be where I get some of my ideas from, because I, I worked in retail for a lot of years. Like a lot of years, so I've I've dealt with customers that are like some of the people that we speak to, and um, it just feels so good to almost take me back to that time and pretend that I really work there, and just tell them to you know fuck off and that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so. It is fun. I'll agree with that. You've got like a thirty to fifty year old lady who probably, if she's married at all, or she's got you know what I mean, that kind of. Where they're just kind of just proud of who they are and they're perfectly fine with the way that they go through life not even realizing what other people might think of them and then they run into the macaron show yeah that's that, that's basically it man i just like to take them down a peg or two and give them a quick reality check you know and then hope that later on they let that sink in and go you know i guess i do talk too much yeah and then the other right that's asking a bit much the the other way i try and justify it as well is like um when i really get someone who's really stupid and i i I either get them to do something stupid or fuck with them at least i'm a nice guy and i'm not like getting their credit card number or anything so that so if somebody really bad was to call them they're going to be on their guard in future you know i'm i i'm probably responsible from saving people from a lot of credit card fraud because they, they get a prank from me, they realize it's fake, and then, you know, a week later, some dude in Nigeria calls up, and they're like, ah, this again, and they hang up, and yeah. So I, I think, in a way, we're doing a public service here, right? Every, yep. Everyone some people you just can't help, such as Keisha. There's oh, no helping her. Keisha, who, who the other day we told killed Stephen Hawking, and she believed us. I mean, actually, I don't think she, she was very sorry. I don't even think, yeah, she just didn't really get that you were accusing her of the actual crime. I think she's just on a on another level of stupid. Like <laughs> she, she's on okay, a. So that's like the like the um, what do you call it? The guy with the I keep calling him the Teletubby guy, but the um, Power Rangers guy. 
Like, it'd just be interesting to see these two in the same room. Oh, God, that guy, that guy was probably, he, uh, he probably had some deficiencies, shall we say? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think we all kind of, kind of came to that uh, final conclusion. But he yeah. said he, he wasn't. Remember, I think we asked him. Yeah, we spe- no. I, I think I specifically asked him if he was, like, autistic or something. He was just like, no, I just like Power Rangers. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. You know, settle thinking, down, he man. might have caught on to the fact and was just fighting back. I don't know if that's the possibility or not. Because he sounded much more normal in the beginning of the call. He just sounded like a guy that might be buying them for his kids, for a gift, or whatever. And then as the call went on, and you started to kind of make him feel like he's a bit weird, it's, it's almost like he turned weirder after that point. But I don't know. Maybe he was fucking with us, or maybe he really was just that weird. But uh, He's on the list, so we'll find out at some point, because he's getting another call from us. Yeah, we have a special database of the most uh, special people, shall we say. And uh, I don't know, maybe one day we'll do a show where we just call all the, the most special people back. That, that yeah, is... It'd be all things country western. <laughs> as long as they're just dumb. If, if they're actually like clinically past dumb, then I, I have trouble. I gotta turn that down. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I'm, no, that's not what we mean by special. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, special, spe- special as in either they they've got an anger problem, they're they're easily triggered, <laughs> or they're just fucking stupid like Keisha. Actually, there there was one guy. I think he was out in California, and he sounded a bit Hispanic. Um, and he was just getting enraged and had all his boys show up. I don't know if you remember that one. That was uh, with the prior co-host, and uh, he. Oh, that was that at the casino. People can get. I mean, you're you're getting a phone call from someone you don't even know, and then you are contemplating physical harm and perhaps even murder. <laughs> you know, because of a phone call from someone you don't even know. I, 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 yeah, I've always thought like, like, like if you're so upset by the phone call, why don't you try hanging up? You know. <laughs> like, not, not, not make it become some big thing. Just hang up the fucking phone if it's so offensive, right? You don't. Was that the guy in Arizona who wanted to go to Camelback Road and kick your ass and all this shit? A lot of people have wanted to kick my ass. Um, I remember that call. That was that was a show I listened to. I think that was last last August. The Camelback Road guy. I remember that guy. Man, I, I, yeah, he was going all over looking for <laughs> background to kick his ass. <laughs> I think I obviously don't remember that far back. Sometimes I think that might that might be partly the issue here. I Actually, don't... it's a it's a statement, Macron, about the sad shape of the human race. That's it. Doesn't matter what the name is. It doesn't matter the episode. It's sad because it's more prevalent than I ever would have thought. Right. I, I, it's. I'm already very distant from most society because I, I wonder if maybe this might be a reason why Chumley went down some of the wrong paths. But you ever look at like how the rest of the people, like when you look at what they do on their day to day interactions, lack of interaction, their look on their face, their confidence, their false confidence, their overconfidence. You know, I I look at humanity like I wish I could fix them. The, the right. problem. You can't. And I don't know if that's ever, like, because a lot of the most talented people, and you guys are very, very talented, um, a lot of those talented people end up 
as it turns out, they have some sort of, uh, you know, like your best comedians. If you're not, if you don't die of heroin, you, there's no way you were funny except for George Carlin, right? I I get what you mean. I think yeah, absolutely. I I kind of despair at the human race at this point. I mean. I don't want to sound totally depressed and paranoid, but probably, I probably hate ninety percent of the human race. I, you know. Oh, you're giving them more credit than I would. That's yeah. why I don't exactly. have any any friends. I, I tend, Seriously, it's I, sad. I, I tend to prefer most animals to people that I meet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I'd rather if, if I'm walking down the street, I'd rather stop and talk to a dog than most of the people that I see walking down the street. You know. It's a good thing you mentioned the talking part because in the prank call community, everyone is quick. This is why I don't like most prank call shows. I try. There are some people who I actually like them, so I will listen to their show even though I don't find them entertaining, right? Um, but having said that, they're, um, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but I guess the, 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 I don't know. It's kind of a, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Somebody help me out. Bail me out, for God's sakes. I'm drowning over here. For me, when I... It's very hard for me to make friends because when I meet people, most people I meet have literally no sense of self. Absolutely no sense of self. So, like, they're just like living no 100% in their ego. No self-awareness whatsoever. Have, like, yeah, yeah, they have never looked out of themselves at themselves. Not once. You can tell they haven't because just in the conversation you're having with them, it's like they've never thought of like how they're coming across as being whatever it is. And I've always, even the nicest people, the nicest, sweetest people, I cannot like carry, I'll, I'll try. And then I'm just like this, I feel like I'm in a movie. Like the, I'm talking to a fucking fake person. It's weird. And that's how I find myself with most people. And I don't know if that's antisocial or what, but that's just how I find myself almost all the time. No, I, it's, I, I, I get it's exactly what you mean. It? I mean, the, the medical community or the the uh, psychiatric community could certainly throw a label on that and say, you are afflicted with this, therefore you must be medicated with this, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, yep. I'm from my own point of view, I think I'm a typical introvert, like... I have I have a very small group of friends that I'm kind of fiercely loyal to. You know, one if I if I have a friend that I like and I respect, I I tend we tend to get very close and and I tend to be super loyal to them. But like ninety to ninety five percent of the other people I meet, I just can't fucking stand. You know, whether it's people in stores, whether it's people I work with, people I bump into on the street. You know what I mean? So if you go, let's say you walk into, I think you would call it a cafe, but a coffee shop. Right. Just, and, and, and Chumley, I, would, I was wondering, let me interview you guys. <laughs> go ahead. If you take the same question um, and, and how it would be different. Okay, so you, you walk into a coffee shop and if it's something you'll never go into, then just imagine something else like a, uh, a Chipotle or something like that. So you walk in there. What are you seeing? You know, it's it's a busy place. There's you're going to be waiting a while just to get served. As you look around, what are you seeing? Now, are you and how are you interacting with this crowd? What do you mean, though? I don't. I'm not sure I understand the the, the question fully. Like, how do I interact yeah. with them? Yeah, like for me, we're talking about. Um, I'm sorry, Chumley brought up living in the ego versus looking at you know yourself, whatever, or 
maybe look at the world from a different perspective. And so I'm the kind of person, I'm a sales guy, right? I'm a bit cocky. I'm not going to lie to you. Some people don't like me because of that, but that's who I am. And uh, I'll walk into a place and own it. I mean, I'll walk into a busy place and go, attention, everyone. Corporate has just called and said that I'm allowed to cut in front of the line and then really walk up there and do it. <laughs> and then people like don't even react. Even like the tough guys, you know, no one's going, hey, man, I'm going to kick your ass. My girlfriend was waiting forever. None of that will happen. They just all just stare and then they go back to their phone and I'll say, hey, I'm just kidding. And then I can go down the line of people waiting to be served and shake their hand. That's kind of me. That's but amazing. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm able to do that because I find that most people are indeed asleep at the wheel. That's essentially social engineering at its best though, right? You you, you just... It's like the confidence of it, you know, you just took control of the situation. You're like, fuck this, I'm not going to wait. I'm, I'm just going to tell people that I'm getting served first. And it works. And a lot of people tend to be like that. I think it's it comes down to social engineering. People are generally engineered to not want a confrontate, confrontation, if you know what I mean. I agree. Chumley, what do you think about that uh, The social engineering? I mean, is it something that we're just, as, as humans went from small tribes to big cities, is it just something that had to happen? Or... Are there some, is there some entity, hopefully human, who's pulling the strings and doing it to us, or are we doing it to ourselves? What do you think about that? I am a conspiracy theorist, so I'm going to tell you what I truly believe. Hold on. You're I the believe- same that scoffed at my hat. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. That's right. I'm sorry. That's I'm, right. I'm muting. You're muting. right. Um, so I'm going to say that I feel like as a human race, especially the more technically, the closer we get to, let's call it the singularity, I feel like we get further and further away from our own humanity. And I believe that it's due to all the, like, we are throwing a shitload of waves electrical waves into the air and we have been doing it more and more and more every year at an increased rate and i believe that it's causing us all to get really really fucked up and it's getting worse and worse like genetically we're starting to actually like mutate to get used to that which becomes like the society of complete drones and that's what i believe right but and that's too many people living together make this happen like we, we elevated certain people to positions of great power um you know what i mean so you can just come home and flip on a light switch and the light turns on you turn your faucet and the water comes out um is it or do you think that there is someone who actually is engineering us social so that's quite mm. the, there's a lot of interesting topics going on there one thing that that, mm. that just made me think about um i, I I assume you guys have seen that movie Wally, you know the Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah. So where it's in the future and all the human beings live in these little pods with a VR headset and a screen in front of them right. and headphones in and they're not aware at all of what's actually going on around them. They're just in their own little bubble where everything is controlled and fed to them like just the food is just the food is just fed directly to them. Their entertainment is fed directly to them. They don't even look around at where they are and what's really going on. And I think as a society, I think that's essentially what's starting to happen already. 
I mean, we don't walk around with VR headsets on all day, but it is almost as if we are being controlled. We are being conditioned to go to Starbucks before work. You know what I mean? That all started with Chase at a corner building lot when he noticed that people noticed the guy with the new hat. And then the, everyone was asking him about that hat. And that's when advertising was born. And that's when everyone learned, I want to be like that guy and have what he has and look like that person and be like this and that and the other. I was yes. all born in yes. the early 1900s. You're smart as shit. Come on, Larry. You got to get the, you got to get in with uh, J.P. Morgan and the evils and where that that man came from, his European roots, who he worked for. There's the Thomas. They got Rutherford stuff. Yeah, 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 Edison, right? He's a he's a Rothschild uh, plant. Yeah. But um, the uh, yeah, you didn't know that about. Uh, and then Morgan. you had the and then you had the anti guy, which basically was Tesla, and he was immediately ripped up, torn up, spit out, and taken for what he was. I mean, that guy were that guy was one of my heroes, to be honest with you. And if you guys listen and don't know what Chumley's talking about here, it is you're talking interesting about, if you take some time to research this. You're talking the, about Nikolai Tesla, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, so, he's kind of a hero of mine as well. I'm quite quite impressed that you said that because um, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, the American hero is... <laughs> who's our great inventor? Edison, Well. Right? You're gonna, yeah, whatever. That guy was just a piece of shit, well, and he, he didn't even JP really Morgan, do they, anything. Well, J.P. Morgan was backing him, and so they wanted to go with direct current, which really in a big city right. you would blacken the sky. That if, would that would not work. DC is not not uh, work, but, doesn't but, work. Aware, and I bet you are. But are you aware that they actually performed live electric? Yeah. They did an elephant, dogs. Yeah, as much as an elephant. So you think about that, guys. So if you think of the smartest, and I'm talking to the listeners now, if you think of the smartest animals, because those are always the ones that you hate to see killed, right? Like if someone steps on an ant, well, whatever, there's a million ants. But if somebody kills like a blue whale or an elephant or a dog or, you know. Or like a dolphin or. You don't like that. Yeah. And these guys, they were betting, they did not want alternating current to succeed. And they actually did that. And like Jumley was saying, it's the only way to go, you know? And it's just kind of messed up that, you know, it's like Christopher Columbus in a way, right? Here's, what's the deal with that guy getting a national holiday over here in the States? Right. Oh my God! Don't even get me started on. Or, or, oh my God. There's a guy, really good guy named Adam Connolly, and he's got a lot of cool information. If you're, if you need to digest something very quickly and don't and want to do it through television, just check out Adam Connolly. I'll, uh, I'll make, I'm gonna like, make a note to check that out. Um, it's just an easy way of getting information without having to actually research it. It'll it'll pique your interest to where then you can do your own research and learn a lot about it. But it's it's, it's kind of like a big throw up of information. I'm I'm quite interested that you brought up conspiracy theories. Actually, it's something I I have a very keen interest in on, in myself. Um, I'll I'll, exp- I'll explain that a little bit more. I mean, I'm I'm not like one of these flat earthers like a, a certain former listener. 
that used to hang around in here. I'm not going to say his name, but um, I, I don't believe the earth is flat or any of those things, but there's a lot of conspiracies that I do believe in. I'd say, I'd say of all the conspiracies, I, I like to believe in aliens, even if it's just wishful thinking, if you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> if they're, if they're ways we are aliens, they're probably not going to uh, like come help us, Ron. Well, we are aliens. I, I find it, I actually find it bizarre. I find it more bizarre that some people don't believe in aliens. I mean, you look, we now know, you know, roughly the size of the universe, just how fucking massive it is, how many trillions of planets there are. I just think it's incredibly outrageous for anybody to think that we are the only form of intelligent life in this whole mind-bogglingly massive space, do you know what I mean? Do you believe like, in simulation theory? I was going to read Chumley's mind, and because uh, and pardon me if I'm reading it wrong, but you got to throw religion in there as the reason why. Absolutely. You know, I was I was literally just going to say that, and it's it's because the going right back to the religions, like even uh, just take Christianity as an example. They're taught that God created the earth, and the earth is the center of the universe, and that's all there is. It's all the allegories. from. You know, it's pretty arrogant too to think that we're the only life yeah. out there in the whole entire it's, universe. What it, makes us so special? It's, it's so if, arrogant knowing that there's trillions and trillions of planets out there, and to think that we're the only one that has intelligent life on it. We are it. We are the greatest creatures in the universe. It's just so arrogant and preposterous. The what if know, we're just a simulation running on some giant machine somewhere anyway? Well, you know, there's a lot of very intelligent people who are actually spending a hell of a lot of money to try and find out if that's true. Um, that's right. I mean, it's not... Like it, it, that this, guy this, who discovered that uh, the construct of the universe looks a whole lot like air encryption with their browsers. Yeah, I mean, it's not just a crackpot theory anymore. And you even look at the fact that we're now able to grow... Um, human-like brains in a lab ourselves. We're essentially getting to the point where we can build our own humans, so what's to say that somebody well, hasn't if, already done it, right. and, and the, we are if the result? If we would build a simulated world and see what happened, right? Who's to say that's not happening, that we're not a part of such a simulated world? Yeah. Right? And Or we're a simulation of a simulation of a simulation. I mean, like yeah, if, if, if we created you know, artificial intelligence or, or, or a simulation of a world and, and put an artificial brain in it and a bunch of people, you know, would they know that they were in a simulation? How long would it take them to figure out they were in a simulation? So, well, according to quantum theory, you can't know. Once, right. you, once you know that answer, you're no longer a part of that construct. Yeah, because because you you've like Schrodinger's cat. You've answered the question, so you've you know whether you're dead or alive or whatever, right? You've you've broken it essentially. The yeah, it's it's very interesting shit. But I like to believe there's aliens out there. I'm certain there's aliens out there. I even like to believe that we've been visited by them already. When you look at the amount of um, reports of, of abductions and UFO sightings and crazy shit that's going on, like, 
kind of one of my things that's on my bucket list before I die. I'd like to, I'd like to see the planet Earth make contact with intelligent aliens. I just think it'd be cool as hell. It'd blow all the religions <laughs> out of the water. It'd just it, be cool. Right? It Imagine... also might be the end of our species. Well, yeah, Stephen Hawking did say something about that. He said that you only Elon Musk. You only, yeah, you only have to look at how humans react when they discover a new species. When we when we pick up a rock and we look underneath and it's full of bugs, we tend to either squish them or take them to a lab and cut them open to see what's inside. You know, so any alien species that was more intelligent than us is most likely going to just want to cut us open to see what's inside as opposed to try and have a conversation with us, right? You get what I mean? So, you know, there's the whole thing of like, uh, like you said, we've been broadcasting all these radio waves and TV signals for so many years that they're, they're way out there in outer space right now. We're actually giving away our location to galaxies far, far away, so... We sent a probe out with a map to our location. <laughs> right, yeah, and then the little picture of a human and everything. So, if there is some super intelligent creature out there that picks that up, they're going to be like, oh shit, let's rock up there and kill everybody and see what's inside them, right? You know? There's, there's no guarantee that they're going to come in peace. So, um... I'm going to get to a little story in a minute, possibly. I'm possibly going to tell you this story. Um, I haven't told this story for a while, but it's quite interesting. But what other, out of interest, what other conspiracy theories do you believe in? Putting 9/11 aside and maybe putting aliens aside. What, what, what? And and the whole Matrix thing. What, what other conspiracies do you believe in, Chumley? I think I've said enough. Let's go to Inked for that one. All right, Inked, do you, do you have anything to add to that before I... Uh, I have a little story to tell that... I wasn't planning on telling this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell this story anyway. No, I don't have anything to add. You think we've covered oh. everything as, a, as, as far as conspiracies go? Oh, there's a lot of conspiracies, but there's men out there saying, Oh yeah, I totally believe this or disagree with this. I mean, there's a JFK shooting and moon landing and all that stuff. But I want to hear your story. Would, would you say you're just more open-minded? You're open to the possibility of things not being quite as they seem, which is quite a good way. Oh, yeah. That's quite a good way to be. You know, you don't, you don't have to pick a story and then stick to it as the gospel truth. You can be open to the fact exactly. that there are many different explanations, you know. That, that's quite a good way to be, I think. Um, the more you know, the more you don't know. Right, you know. But I was, I was going to tell my little story... I haven't told this for a while. I think the last time I told this story, I posted it on... It was either Reddit or it was a forum, and it got a huge response. It got a big response. Um, so, okay. So, here's, here's my little story. So, first of all, I want to say, uh, technically, I, I don't believe in ghosts, okay? I'm not one of these people that believes that the spirit of spirits of dead people are walking around. At least, I don't think so. But I have a ghost story. I used to live in a haunted house. And the whole time I lived there, I was completely skeptical about it. I, I, I refused all the time to believe that this was ghosts, like Ghostbuster style or whatever, and shit like that. But, and I'll, and I'll try not to waffle on for too long, but this story goes back to about 2003. 
and it was when I was married. I was living, I was living up in the north of England, and I owned my own house, lived there with my wife, and it started right before. Um, it started before we were married, but we were living together. So, and I, I remember clearly how it started as well. So there was one. It was a Sunday morning, and it was about five a.m. And my wife suddenly starts waking me up. She's like shaking me. She's like, "Wake up, wake up!" And I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "What the hell's that noise?" And like, I was, you know, when you're like half asleep and you're like, "I don't care," basically. <laughs> like, unless the house is on fire, leave me alone. And she's shaking me. She's like, "No, there's a noise downstairs. What's going on?" And she's shaking the hell out of me. And I kind of woke up, all groggy, and and came round and realised it was the sound of running water. Um, so we thought maybe like, and it, I remember it was winter as well, so it's cold. So I thought maybe the pipes had frozen and caused a leak, or there was just some kind of leak happening. So eventually, we both got up, we ran downstairs, and um, if you guys know what what um, taps or, or as you guys would say, faucets are like in in Britain, we have two of them, a hot one and a cold one, and I think a lot of you guys in the US find that quite weird. But we went downstairs, and in the kitchen sink, both of the faucets were running on full blast, like someone had turned them on completely full blast. They were just blasting water out. So I was like, "All right, so maybe it's it was freezing cold outside," and I was like, "Maybe it's something to do with the cold weather, or maybe maybe my wife sleepwalked or something like that." So just fuck it. So we turn we turn the water off. We emptied the water out of the sink. We went back upstairs. We got into bed, and it was like less than. It was between five and ten minutes later. We were just sort of settling down to go back to sleep, and the noise started up again. And we were like, "Fuck! Holy shit!" So we ran downstairs, and again the faucets were on again, both running at full blast. And and this is where it gets really freaky. Is a bunch of shit that was in the kitchen cupboards, like some cups and some dishes that were weren't out before, were now sitting out in the kitchen. And this was like five to ten minutes after we'd gone to bed, and they were not there five to ten minutes ago, and we didn't even hear the noise. So we were like, "Holy!" Like we were getting freaked out at this point. And it happened again. It happened one more time, a third time. We went back up to bed, and it was probably about fifteen minutes later. The the taps, the faucets turned on again. Uh, and that happened three times in one night, and that freaked the fuck out of me. And then we lived in that house. We lived in the same house for probably another four years. And um, for the after the whole incident with the water with the faucets, we started hearing loads of creepy shit. Like we'd get, we'd hear like if we were downstairs, we'd hear like really clear footsteps walking around upstairs, like real, like someone running around, banging around. We'd hear footsteps on the stairs.、Um, I remember we both used to work during the day, and there was one day we came home from work, and every and and this is no bullshit. Every single item in the bathroom, like we had three shelves, and we had a、uh, like a little cupboard in the bathroom where like medicine was and stuff like that.、Um, every item in the bathroom, so the towels, the toiletries, everything. Was all in the bath, in the bathtub. It was just lying in the bath in a big pile, 
and like it there's just no way it was like that when we left for work and we had a burglar alarm so that didn't go off and the doors were locked so there's no way anyone went in and that was freaky as shit and i still refuse to believe in ghosts i thought something weird like i either thought maybe i don't know maybe my wife was fucking with me maybe it was some kind of group delusion I've psychosis, just us being crazy, you know what I mean? Like, I was looking at every scientific explanation, right? So anyway, one day out of the blue, my wife says that she's found this this woman, uh, this local woman who's like a medium, you know, like these spirit tarot card reading type women. And, uh, and she was like, I'm going to call this woman and I'm going to get her to come to the house and she's going to tell us that there's a ghost or whatever, or what's going on. And I was like, no bullshit, I'm not paying some woman to come in and just feed me a load of bullshit. I'm, I'm not having this, so... But she talked me into it, she was like, oh, she's not, it doesn't cost a lot, and this woman will come, and she'll like... This is before I lived with Dr. Charles, guys, this is way before I lived with Dr. Charles. This is when I lived with my ex, she, my ex-wife, I think we were married at this point. And, um... I, I didn't believe in this woman at all. I thought she's just gonna come in, just tell us a little ghost story, charge us a bunch of money and leave, and it's not gonna make any difference. And this is the bit, bit that really freaked me the fuck out. So my wife had spoken to this woman and she'd arranged a day for her to come over after we finished work. And she was gonna walk around the house and tell us if there was any, like, you know, any spirits in the house and she was gonna bless the house. And the bit that freaked me the fuck out was uh, she arrived, I think it was like 6, 6 p.m. she was due to arrive. So she arrived bang on time. She knocked on the door. We invited her in the house and she took one step in the house and then she left the house. She went back outside and she was like, no, no, I, I can't come in here. I'm, I don't want to come in. And we were like, what? What? Why the, what, what do you mean? And she was like, no, there's bad spirits in this house. I don't want to do this. I don't want to anger them anymore. I'm not, I'm not going to do this. And I was like, oh, great. I, I suppose you still want paying, right? And she was like, no, no, you don't have to pay me. I've just got to go. And she left. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No way. Like, she turned down the money rather than walk in the house. So I was like, holy fuck, that's quite weird. And this went on for like like the footsteps and the banging and the weird noises and stuff yeah like Matt 92 yeah, like maybe my wife did that to fuck with me but I looked and this woman was advertising her services in the local paper like she could have made some money out of me and I know my wife didn't pay her because we had a joint bank account and I would have known if my wife had paid her so I never understood why this woman would even come to the house uh, and bother showing up just to just to leave again and decline any offer of money and uh, she gave us all this advice she said um, that there's a spirit in the house um, you must never speak to it directly you must never give it a name because if you give it the wrong name it will get angry uh, and a few other bits of bullshit like that I think we had about after that we had about another six months of like the footsteps on the stairs and the banging around and the last thing that ever happened, the very last thing, was like, I still didn't believe in ghosts, I still don't at this point. So 
I would like if we heard a bang upstairs or we heard like footsteps on the stairs I'd, I'd be yelling shit at it like fuck off like like shut the fuck up we're trying to watch TV or whatever like, I'd, I'd just be taking the piss out of it or whatever and I remember there was one night we were lying in bed it was quite late at night and we heard like one little bang come from downstairs and I yelled shut the fuck up and there was this huge crash. Like it sounded like someone had broken in. And I was like, what the fuck? And I went I went downstairs and several pieces of furniture in the front room had moved. Like the coffee table had moved, the couch had partially moved, and this other little side table we had had fallen over. <laughs> so I was like, holy fucking shit. So I just like ran back up and went to bed. But the weird thing is after that happened, it never happened again. It kind of just petered out and stopped. And I, I guess that's the whole story. There's probably a lot more details that I've skipped over. But, like, even as a skeptic who, who still to this day doesn't believe in, in ghost stories and things like that, it was fucking weird, man. It was... I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. But Matt 92 yeah, maybe I scared it away. I was just yelling at it like, you know, get the fuck out of here, stupid ghost or whatever. But uh, I don't know, that's my little ghost story anyway. I don't know if you have any ghost stories or anything, or if you believe this shit, Chumley. Or it could have just been that me and my wife were completely delusional and crazy. Which is the more scientific explanation, right? But yeah. I wonder how many people listening right now have the ability to call the show tonight. You know how to do it, you know what has to happen. To do. I'll to tell, do. You what, tell you what I'll do. Because we're throwing a lot of stuff around. And, you know, people are in the chat kind of going crazy. You don't know how serious they are. You don't know. So what if the next person that calls in, and I might have to limit this offer because, you know, I'm wealthy, but <laughs> not that wealthy. Uh, I will donate 10 schmeckles for the next person who calls into the show. And after that, give us five, 10 minutes. If someone else calls in, we'll do another 10. And I'm gonna cap it at 200 schmeckles. And by the way, you guys in the US, a schmeckle is a pound, not a dollar. It's a little bit different. <laughs> I'm liking this offer. I've had somebody called Big Horse Machine who wants to uh, who wants to join. Big Horse Machine, if you're still listening, I'm gonna throw you in on the call just to make some schmeckles. I don't know how don't many- Don't call him, dude, don't call him. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get like 200 people to call in. <laughs> like everyone, go tell your friends and family to call in. I have to manually add them, and Skype's been a little bitch. But let me see if I can add. Uh, if you're still listening, Big Horse Machine, I'm gonna attempt to add you. Uh, and if he gets that many callers, guys, I think I, I, the, the equipment better be better. <laughs> you know all the things that, and I would say for a month, you can't ask for money on air. I haven't actually received any donations tonight. Macronshow.com forward slash donate and hit that uh, that GoFundMe button. I've actually had zero. That's so funny. Tonight. That just went against everything Maddie Jeff just did. That's fucking hilarious. I, I just that makes me laugh too much. What do you mean? What? Why do you hate me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Can hell? you guys hear me? Hey, is that big horse machine? This is gigantic horse machine. 
Hide Thanks, you. Dick. You just cost me like twelve fifty. Yep. You're ha welcome. Hand it over. Hand it over. <laughs> How's it going What's down going on? Big Horse Machine? What would you like to talk about? Um, I don't know. A lot of things. So, as a side note, uh, do you still live with Mr. Uh, Cooper Smythe? Uh, Charles Cooper Smythe. Yes, I do. He's, uh, he's in bed right now. But yes, I do still live with him. Okay. So, I was going to ask if I can... Uh, you guys are talking about conspiracy theories a little earlier. Um, then I had to go walk the dog, so I got off. But Dr. Dr. Charles could be your uh, health science advisor. But I'm a physicist, and I would like to apply for your science advisor for prank calls. Oh, you'd like you'd like to be a, a scientific advisor. So I basically have what a medical doctor and a physicist on the show. That's right. That's quite. And that's quite could be quite I mean, useful actually. That could be. What I'm thinking is, I can get into the real specifics of how that lady killed Stephen Hawking. God bless his soul. Um. Yeah, I mean, from our understanding, his computer just blew up while he was trying to analyze the uh, <laughs> the unknown it's form of dude, language. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute myself again, but this guy's too fucking fun. So, I'm muted. I um, okay. I, I did have an idea for the next time we call Keisha because we've gone we've gone from Popeyes being unable to understand to NASA to SpaceX to Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I, I was going to say that we'd made contact with an advanced alien life form in the Alpha, Cent <laughs> in Alpha Centauri, and uh, they attempted... That's right, Alpha Centauri. They, they'd attempted to decipher it, and it made so little sense that their son went supernova, and she's, <laughs> she's now responsible for the um, complete uh, destruction of an entire uh, galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you could say... Uh that the United States has been hiding uh, hyper uh, light speed travel and we've been waiting for the right moment to finally contact aliens but once you realized you couldn't understand her you knew that this was the right moment to finally warp speed to Alpha Centauri yeah and you used all those resources and supernova and I was thinking then like maybe if she just cottons on that it's a complete prank. I don't know who how many people watch the X Files, but we could just finally say that the uh the cigarette smoking man has taken possession of her complaint and has put it put it in that big underground vault in Alaska or whatever or at the Pentagon wherever he kept all the alien artifacts. There you go. It's been buried away there with the go. Ark of the Covenant so that mankind can't... Uh, <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> can't, can't but for just... whatever reason, every once in a while, you or Chumley or there, there'll be some prank that happens where I evolve in laughing from my normal ha-ha to like a high-pitched, like almost a squeal because I start crying while I'm laughing. I mean... Two specific ones. The... <laughs> the girl that is killing science advisors and a whole species of aliens because of her complex linguistics. She also bankrupted and NASA. She ruined the space program. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That she, is true. I just read that actually. She she set the space program back decades with that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was I was listening live when you guys started doing uh, <laughs> the horses loose in the, oh, uh, the in the, the hotel, the first one. The old horse panic routine, yeah. Horse, and that was probably the first time, and I swear to God, like a year where I laughed and I started crying, and it was dangerous because I was driving. Holy I got like one. <laughs> One or two eyes closed, potentially causing an accident because I'm laughing at live horses <laughs> running around the hotel. I, I can just picture you like swerving down I'm the freeway. Butt in, here, in the United States, that you guys talked about earlier, there's the federal and the state laws. In certain states, driving while listening to the Macron show will get you in a lot of trouble. But, but That's 12 to 20 right there. In in other states, if you get pulled over for dangerous driving, uh, if you just show them the Macron show and what you're listening to, they'll let you off <laughs> with a warning. So when the when the cop pulls you over and says license and registration, you just show Macron show and he goes, you're fine, you're good. Yeah, yeah, you just show, you is. just show him the mic the the Mixler app or whatever Mixler? you're using, and you <laughs> hand it to him, and you say, "Listen to this," and you, you tell me how I'm supposed to drive sensibly yeah, with this how, shit going and on. And I think I I think we can really change some laws here. I don't know if you've really considered about pushing this further, but we could really do some we could do some good here. It's just reminded me of a really terrible joke that I'm going to tell, even though loads of people have probably heard it, and I'm probably going to get it wrong here, but. Um, but, uh, Let me guess, a rabbi and a priest went in a bar. No, 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 there's no rabbi and there's no priest, I'm afraid. It's about getting pulled over by a cop. And um, I'm not even sure if I remember the joke correctly, so if I completely butcher it here, I do apologize. But um, So a dude gets pulled over for speeding, right? And uh, the, the cop pulls him over, goes over, he rolls down the window, uh, and uh, the cop says, license and registration, please. And... Uh, the guy says, I don't have a license or registration, I couldn't be bothered to get one. And the cop's like, what What, what the fuck, what, do you, what the hell? And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I don't know what the problem is, but I, you know, I've been drinking all day and I uh, must have forgotten it. And the cop's like, what, you're drunk, <laughs> you're drunk as well? And he's like, yeah, well, I, um, I, I had to get drunk because I murdered someone earlier and the body's in the trunk. Oh, my God. So, so the cop, like, backs away and calls for backup. And, uh, like, he calls, call, I don't know, like, like call, calls the police chief and he's like, I've got a drunk guy with no license and registration who just confessed to a murder. So, like, ten cop cars pull up and surround, <laughs> the, surround the car. And, like, the chief of police comes over and he's like... All right, sir, do you want to tell me what's going on? And the guy's like, I have no idea. I don't know what I did wrong. And he's like, well, my, my officer here tells me that you have no license and registration, that you're drunk and that you have a body in the, the back of the car. And the, so they look in the back of the car and there's no body. And the guy then hands him his license and registration and passes the breathalyzer test. And then he says, yeah, and I, I, I bet he told you I was speeding as well. <laughs> ah, uh -huh. Uh -huh. smart. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Also, uh, who do I talk to about getting a refund for these shitty ass fucking cigarettes I got from from Inked? Um, you need to speak to Dolores. Is Dolores available there, Inked? Dolores. Yes, sweetie. What's going on? <laughs> these. I think you're trying to pull a fast one on me, thinking I couldn't tell. 
these these Virginia Slims, they're they're fake. They have a guy. He told me they're fake. Hey, sweet, no, they ain't fake. I won't be sending out the <laughs> fake shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to see. I want to see where you where you produce these cigarettes. I want to be there when you buy them, so I know they're real. I think. Oh, I think you're. No, no. One hundred and fifty dollars. One hundred fifty dollars for a pack of cigarettes. It's too much. I don't have that kind of money. Do you have any you're paperwork? The idiot that paid it yeah, do, you, do you have any paperwork for these, Dolores? For these cigarettes? I take it you have the correct paperwork and invoices and shit. Absolutely. I'm talking about Dolores. I want to know where she oh purchased them from. I can't tell you, honey. Yeah. Sorry, trade uh, secret. Yeah. Something wrong there. Here yeah. we go. You yeah. See, it's by beware. You can't. <laughs> you know, you can't be blaming me for this bullshit. You, know, you could have made this shit yourself. Probably I'll, some rolling paper and you sawdust, and now you're blaming me, trying to get me in trouble. I don't think so. You're, you're suggesting that I got up in the middle of the night from a a long sleep, created my own cigarettes, smoked them, paid myself or someone else $150, and now I'm blaming it on you. Is this what you think is happening? Just as a fair warning, guys, I wouldn't push Dolores too far because when she's not doing shows, all she does is sit on her porch uh, drinking whiskey and smoking Virginia Slims with a shotgun on her lap. And, uh, I also watch my stories, too. No one, no one better interrupt my stories because I get pretty pissed off. And she likes to watch her stories on her portable TV. Um, and if you, if you go over there starting any shit, then um, uh, she... She will not hesitate to retaliate. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just want my money back. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, good, good luck with that, man. I mean, that money's already gone, sweetheart. Sorry. No returns, no refunds. <laughs> on the, on the note of making me uh, drive potentially dangerous and killing everyone, um, you also made me. I'm blaming this one on, on Macron. Make me look like a crazy person at work because Blame in the middle of the day I'll get a yes. I'll get a Mixler notification saying you're you're going live, and I start listening, and I put on my headphones, and I just get right to work, and I don't, you know, in science I'm either in the lab or I'm I'm typing on the computer, so no one I don't need to talk to anyone. And randomly I start bursting out laughing. I have to either run away or I have to try to explain to people why I'm laughing. I, I that have... show that show sucked for me because I was at work and. <laughs> I put that shit on the speaker and I can kind of do headphones, but I've got other stuff I got to do. You know, I'm linked to the desk there. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that a show happened in that time frame, especially when you're doing people in America, because sometimes, you know, it's a little late when you're when you're doing it. So that time slot. But selfishly, I was like, come on, man. Why now? <laughs> I'm muted. It, I'd honestly, uh, uh, on a serious note, it helps me get through my day, and I've been an insomniac for probably since I was aware of insomnia, and I, I for whatever was, reason... Um, I was diagnosed with insomnia at six years old. It's something I've had my entire life, so I, I feel you on that. do you... what do you do? What, to, deal, do do to deal with it? I uh, just... I, I'll, I'll just be honest here, and I shouldn't say this being in the UK, because I shouldn't have these at all, but uh, Xanax is, is I, how I, I deal with it. I have prescriptions. One I, of them helps. I've, I've, had, I've had times where, like, you know, you get to that point 
you know, where it's like four in the morning, five in the morning, and you think, well, I may as well stay up all day, and then by by tomorrow night, I'll be so uh, sleepy, I'll fall asleep. You always think that's a great idea, right? Snowball. And that never works. It never, you, you just, you either fall asleep in the afternoon, and then you're back where you started again the night before, or you just feel like shit. Um, Is that why you do shows so early in the morning over there, because you're already up? Um, no, I mean, I, I tend to start shows on average round about 10 p.m. UK time. Oh, okay. um, um, But they go on till, I mean, like right now, it's... Seven hours. It's like quarter to three in the morning. You know, like the the last show we did the other day was seven hours long, and then I was up for another hour editing, uploading the show, doing a YouTube video. So, you know, I was like, it was like half past eight in the morning when I went to bed the other morning. <laughs> But that's, that's and then does that take you out for like three days? Because I feel like if I do a an all night or something like that, the next four days are gone for me. It's it's not so bad. I mean, like um, usually, like I can fall asleep without a, a Xanax or whatever when I've done it when I've been awake for that long. Usually, I just put like Netflix on and fall asleep watching Netflix or something on my iPad. If I find that I'm totally wide awake. I'll just pop a Xanax and get a good eight hours sleep and wake up in the afternoon or whatever. But I've kind of conditioned myself to be able to handle it now. Um, and I work from home a lot as well. I have quite flexible working hours, which is quite useful. Oh, that I was I was about to mention, speaking of, of laughing at work, um, I, I can, uh, at my last job, I worked in, a, in a, an office surrounded by a lot of people. And I, I can get why, if you were listening to the show at work, you'd laugh out loud. But what, what's even sadder is, like, I, I used to have times where I'd done a show the night before or maybe a couple of nights ago, and I wouldn't even be listening or anything on headphones. I'd just be sitting at my desk, and I'd just suddenly remember something that happened, like something that someone said or a call, and just burst out laughing without even any headphones in. I just start sniggering to myself, thinking about someone that we've called or something that one of the co-hosts had said, and and then I'd realise that like six people were looking at me like I was insane. <laughs> what doesn't help is uh, my headphones are pretty good in terms of isolation, so I might be laughing to myself, and I might not know if people behind me All heard right. me laugh. I might forget. You can't, that so you can't hear them talking about you or whatever, right? Nope. Yeah, they could be talking all sorts of shit, and I'm just. You know, laughing to myself. Oh, hey, well. when this guy first called in, I gave him a hard time. You know, hey, thanks, dude. You just cost me whatever. But um, I'm going to tell you, I'm beginning to like him more and more because he's so interesting to talk to that no one else is going to call him. I, that saves me a few bucks. Thank you, dude. I agree. I think I think we've got a, we've done quite well with the phone in here. We've got uh, you've both been quite interesting to speak to, so I'm quite pleased it worked out. I know. I know. It's the Thanks for doing it. The, the schmeckles haven't been delivered yet, though. I'm not 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 having a go at you or anything, but you know. Oh, uh, <laughs> the show's not over. The show's not over. I'm good for it. I'm, Trust jo me. I'm joking, by the I've way. Actually, I know you are. Let me, I'm <laughs> gonna give you shit about that dude right back because I sent 50 schmeckles at one point, and I think you read my first name off, which would be the name on my credit card. Yeah. And I put in the message, Daddy Jeff. And you didn't mention it on air, and I yeah, I got oh, like a bunch about that. 
I try not to mention people's full name or anything for obvious reasons. Um, no, I, no, no. But my first name is what you said. You just said my first name. The uh, point is, I wanted you to say Natty Jeff because in Mixler, a lot of people know who I am. Okay. So if, if people in Mixler say, you know, know that Natty Jeff sent fifty schmeckles to Macron, that that might mean something. I mean, look around Mixler a little bit, my friend. All right. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll make you a promise. Every, every time I see a donation from Natty Jeff, I will. Uh, I'll be sure to say it's Natty Jeff, so people know what's going on. I promise. So back to the point. The point is that I'm good for it. So, but I did agree. How much per call? Ten schmeckles per call. I think, With this guy no, I here, think he was, I think he was. I'm a, already going to give you a five dollar tip. So it's oh. now fifteen schmeckles. If anybody else wants to call in, you know what to do. And now, and I'll and keep the total running, Ron. It ain't over yet. Oh, thanks, man. I mean, I am I am going to wrap things up fairly soon. This isn't going to be a seven-hour show because, well, two reasons. <laughs> um, I originally, I, I envisioned just doing a talk show. I envisioned has only been able to go for about two hours, but it's we're coming up to three and a half hours now, so I think we've done quite well. Um, but the other thing is I do need to get some sleep because tomorrow is uh, Chumley's birthday show. Big birthday, boy. Um, Everyone needs to make a note of that. It will be happening at exactly 9 p.m. UK time. You guys are going to have to figure out what time that is where you are. But it's 3 p.m. Central. Uh, what? Say that again. Sorry. 3 o'clock p.m. Central stand. Uh, Central Daylight Savings Time. Okay, so three three. <laughs> what's that? What's that in horse time? Horse time. Yeah. How many Good. days is that? Um, it's uh, it, that that would be uh, twenty eight o'clock. Okay, twenty eight. Twenty eight o'clock in horse time. That works. That works well with my schedule. But but yeah, I I just I you guys in your time zone just confuse me. So I'm I'm just gonna say <laughs> nine nine p.m. UK time. I don't know if you guys caught um, Inked Goddess's birthday show, but whenever it's someone's birthday, they get to choose all the music for the show intro and basically uh, what pranks we do, and we like to uh, try and give them a nice happy birthday. So uh, tomorrow, 9 p.m. UK time, is going to be all about Chumley. It's going to be awesome. I've already seen his music selection, and it's quite impressive. There's a couple of songs on there that I already had that I quite like, but... Um, yeah, you're going to get to hear a little bit about uh, Chumley's taste in music, and um, Chumley, you're going to have some complainers lined up again, right? Yep. And, um, and yeah, I'm going to sort of not take a full back seat, but I'm going to let you, you know, choose choose who we call and what we do and what we get up to and what we talk about and whatever, whatever you want, buddy. It's, it's your day. It's your special day. So you ever that, need help in numbers? How does, how do, do you guys sound like you have enough to fill up a seven hour show, but I imagine that runs out. Um, we, we've so got, so we're not doing five, seven hour shows in a row. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> probably like, we'll never have issues with numbers, but. I mean, eventually you know, we'll have called everybody. I mean, everybody in the United States will have got a call from me at some point. Um, but numbers are always appreciated. Any, yeah. any numbers are always appreciated. Um, Chumley puts a hell of a lot of work into getting numbers. Like, a hell of a lot of work. Um, I, I probably don't express my gratitude enough for that on the shows, but um, since Chumley took over as co-host, he, he puts 
a hell of a lot of work into getting the, the good complainer numbers, which is why things have been so successful lately. But Bravo, Bravo, by the way, I do totally agree that uh, the condition, the, the research, the, the uh, yeah, I'll, I'll shut up now. No, 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 you don't have to shut up. Um, somebody just made a donation. I don't know if that was you. Um, Carl, was it about 50 schmeckles? Uh, Carl just made a donation. 50 uh, Schmeckles. You did that last time. I'm not Carl. I'm Jeff. Oh, 50 Schmeckles from Carl. Right. But that's my first name. Okay. Uh, that's so, the so. name of the credit card. <laughs> that's why. So anyway, you were... Well, I, I, didn't say the, I, didn't, I didn't say the last name, but uh, 50, 50 Schmeckle donation is so very confusing. much appreciated. I agreed to 10 Schmeckles, and you got how many? I got 50 pounds, 50 schmeckles, so uh, Thank gonna you very give much, you, sir. Give, All right. Gonna give All you right. a round of applause there. I really That's do appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the the schmeckles really do help me out at the moment. I can assure you they're uh, they're not being wasted on uh, on luxury items or anything. <laughs> they're helping. I'd like to offer one uh, two more things, pardon me. I would like to send 50 schmeckles to the other two participants, the backbone, the support of this show. And you guys can all obviously at a later time contact me directly and I will send 50 schmeckles directly to Chumley and Inc. Oh, that's very sweet of you. That is very Whoa. kind of you. Holy cow. Yeah, that's not I Virginia Slim. Can't accept that though. I, I appreciate it though. It's very greatly appreciated if you want to give it to the show but i can't i vowed when i started this show that i'm not going to take a dime from it took a nose cool that's cool man but i greatly appreciate that's very very much appreciated i'll tell you what i'll do i'll donate the next charity i see on television great i mean mean, (laughs) that'll work i mean you can do that or you can (laughs) just donate more schmeckles to the macron show or inked. Or inked. Or to me, I'll take the money and I'll, oh. that'd be cool. Or inked <laughs> goddess. Um, I could use the $50. Contact me off air. Yeah, it'd be cheaper to send 50 schmeckles in the States than 50 schmeckles to the UK. That's true. Well, um, I won't give out inked goddess's email address, but um, if you want well, to. She has email too. If, if you want to drop an email to macronshow at gmail.com, I'll put you in touch with Inked Goddess for you to organize that, maybe. Would that work? It's fine. It's Inked Goddess at gmail. I've had that email address. Oh, okay. Inked Goddess, Inked Goddess, may I say briefly, I have appreciated so much your participation tonight. Therefore, if if indeed you will actually follow through on this communication. I am prepared to double. I am sorry, follow through on what communication? <laughs> I don't know what he wants you to follow through on, but I'm slightly scared. <laughs> no, the other night uh, she did her British uh, impression reading the uh, the prelims of the call, right? Yep. And oh, she, yeah. She admitted that she wasn't too good at it, you know what I'm just saying. I think you're pretty good at it. I I like. I it. thought it was. I thought it was good. Yeah. I would insist that she practices. Racist. Oh, I should have practiced my British. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible at it. I tell you what, Inked. If you call me, we'll we'll do some private British speaking lessons. How about that? 
Ooh, at, at some teach point. me how to pronounce R as R instead. I'll teach you how to pronounce R, R, R. Teach not a, how to a, pronounce. <laughs> oh, good God! Yeah, how do you how do you, how do you pronounce that in British? How do you pronounce what? Oh, good God! Yeah. Oh, good God! Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh 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 fuck. Oh, fuck. oh, oh. <laughs> Me harder. <laughs> I do say. Fuck me harder. Spank me, father. <laughs> <laughs> Spank me properly, father. <laughs> there you go. Um. Before uh, before I go, just want to say a special thank you to all you guys. Uh, I don't care if it's pranks or even just talking right now. It helps me get through the day. I'm sure it helps a lot of other people. And just thanks for being fucking funny. Oh and yeah, well, even talking to some of your fans, it's it's really cool. You're welcome, man. Thank, thank, thanks for being here. That's that's what we're all about is making people laugh. That's the sole intention here. Exactly. I was, I and was, it's nice to know that you, we can you. help people. I, I was chatting to someone about this quite recently, actually, um, a certain person who I think might still be listening, but. I was saying how, you know, I've come to the conclusion at my age now that I don't think I'm ever going to discover the cure for cancer or end world hunger, but um, if I can at least make a few people laugh, that's that's just as powerful, right, you know? It's, uh, exactly. You're gonna I consider it an antidepressant in a way. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're going contrib- to contribute something to the world, it may as well be laughter, right? I mean... Thank you. Yeah, but thank you, thank you for being around and thank you for being a fan. We appreciate you as well. Thank I'm, you, thank uh, you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm, uh, I'm going to wrap things up shortly anyway because um, we've had three and a half hours of chat, which is, um, which is pretty good. It went on longer than I thought. It'd... You guys, you guys in chat, what, what did you think of the non-prank talking show? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it awful? Do you hate me now? You want it to be a regular thing? Should we maybe do it once a month? I I was thinking, I don't know about you, Chumley and Inked, but I was thinking maybe make it a once a month thing, right? Where we just uh, we take once a, a month, is that what you said? Yeah, like once a month we just take a break from the uh, pranks and just and just have a little chat for a couple of hours. Yeah, invite people on to talk. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. If people get sick of it or whatever, then fine. But um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm. Uh, I, I had when I decided to do it, I had no idea if anybody would even stick around for that long. Um, we've had sort of we've averaged about forty listeners throughout the show. I will throw it up on the website. Um, but the main thing is, if everyone can remember to be here tomorrow, 9pm UK time, to help celebrate Chumley's birthday, I would really appreciate that. Uh, keep telling all your friends, put it on the social media, that kind of thing. Let's make it a big show. We're going to get plenty of uh, complainers to call. Hopefully we'll have some awesome pranks going on. We'll have uh, Chumley's music going on. Let's make it a good celebration. So, um... Will it be on the podcast feed? Yes, I'm, I will put this on the podcast feed. It'll just be labelled as uh, the Macron Files Episode 1. 
It'll be on the podcast feed by uh, probably in about one hour, depending on how quickly I get it done. But yes, it will be there for you. Why's my mouse being an asshole? My mouse has been a dick now, it's stuck on the wrong screen. Hate when it does this shit. Damn you, mouse. I've got this program that shares my mouse pointer over two computers and now it's stuck on one of them. But that's Mark Zuckerberg right there. He's, 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 in your, he's in your system. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Get out of my computer. <laughs> so technically, he's probably listening to everything and spying on me. There we go. There we go. Got it fixed. See, it worked now, right? Got it. Got it fixed. He listened. He heard you me. Have to acknowledge he heard me and he shit his pants. Who's writing "fuck you, PCN"? Don't be like that. Just be nice. People want to listen to other shows and networks. They're welcome to do so. I'm not. I'm not here to tell people what to listen to. You guys, you guys enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. Ain't no beef going on around here. Um, alright. I'm gonna wrap things up, I'm gonna play a little song to go out on. I expect to see everybody here present and correct at 9pm UK time tomorrow. Well, you don't have to be sorry, don't worry. Whoever, whoever that is. Dradi's ghost. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to be sorry. Um, yeah, I expect everybody to report here present and correct at 9pm UK time tomorrow for the uh, Chumley birthday bonanza. Anyone that's late yes, will, be, will be punished and charged extra schmeckles and humiliated in public. So just warning you now. Is that for Eastern? US? New York? DC? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's about 28 horse o'clock. 28 horse o'clock, 28 nays, and a gallop. This guy needs a show. He doesn't already have it. I want to be on your show, dude. I've never met you, but I'm Natty Jeff, conspiracy theorist. I had a fucking blast, man. This was fun. Oh, yeah, welcome. Thank you for being on. I'm going to uh, hang up on everyone on Skype. Cut out, man. I'm going to listen to the rest of it. You guys are freaking awesome, man. Keep it up. Well, I'm just going to play a song to wrap things up. So um, everyone who's in Skype, everybody start yelling goodbye at the same time while I hang up on you. Happy birthday, Charlie! There they go. That got rid of them. Right, I'm going to leave you with a little song. If you want to uh, help out the show and uh, be awesome like Natty Jeff, it is uh, macronshow.com forward slash donate. Hit that GoFundMe button to make a one-off donation. It's very much appreciated in helping me keep things running. I, uh, I hope you enjoyed this little uh, three and a half hours of chat. Um, it seemed to go quite well, so I'll probably make this a monthly thing. Maybe at the start or the end or the middle of every month. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do just a talk show. Um, and um, Chumley's typing something in chat. I'm going to see what he's typing before I uh, hang up. He just says, uh, thanks guys, see you tomorrow. He's going to have numbers ready. Yeah, please, 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 if you listen to anything tomorrow, make sure it's the Chumley birthday show. I really want to make it a great birthday for him. So 9pm UK time, right here. Um, it's going to be his music, his pranks, and, um, you know, try and get your friends to listen, try and share the links on social media for me if you can, it means a great deal when you guys do that. I'm going to shut the fuck up now and get out of here, and, uh, Chumley says, look, I can make Macron talk.
Yep, I'm just going to say whatever you whatever you type, I'm just going to repeat. That's how it works. You wish. I'm going to leave you with a little song. Please be here present and correct tomorrow. And uh, thank you all very much for being here. I love you very much. And I will be back with you tomorrow. Uh, everyone have a great day and I'll see you then. Peace out, guys. You gotta give us some good news. Yeah. About that. So let me find out the bitch in you. So let me find out the snitch in you. Fame and fortune. It's not your forte. Fuck the world now. I'm done with foreplay. Doctor's orders. Go fuck yourself. Take two days in the morning overdosing, kill yourself Listen, this is my evaluation. This shit oversaturated. Y'all can get evacuated. Kids have been activists and they ain't even activated. Married to the internet, stuck in place, salivating. Ain't nobody graduating. Don't nobody love this shit the way I love it. So I gotta hate it. Everybody off a fan. That ain't no exaggeration. Damn, I'm getting aggravated. Fuck, I'm getting agitated. Teachers, someone to pit in these fucking schools. The police got our name in all their databases. Girls be 13, acting 22. Niggas be 44, acting half the ages. Somebody tell me what the fuck is going on These niggas in tight shit, I'm in the fucking matrix It's looking like a sign of the revelation About time of the return of the fucking greatest I got all these patients, man How come they ain't patient with me? They just think I want the money Why when I can take it with me? Y'all don't do it for the love, for the love not They gon' find out who you are, just admit it for you get it, yeah. Say, what you living about? Fuck, you gon' tell me Do you remember where you started out? No, you looking lost now Fuck the world now I'm done with foreplay Doctor's orders Go fuck yourself Take two days in the morning Overdose and kill yourself in the beginning, a few of the people who had a problem, I was this good scoffed. I just shook off, probably reminded you of the first time you saw Tiger Woods golf. Never thought about how much my race and nationality meant, but based on how I ascended, see how plain it was now, they want me to jet, but no one really gave a fuck about my descent, till I took off, took off, mistook me because I looked soft, but I stood tall, I just followed them, so I rose and grew balls, told these hoes to screw off, decided opposing you was what I'm supposed to do, all I did was say what I'm feeling when the vocal booth calls and had you on pins and needles, when I spoke to you all, you felt my pain. It's almost like I poke voodoo dolls And I hope my spirit haunts the studios when I'm gone My picture jumps off a poster and just slows through the halls And fucking goes through the walls Like the ghost of Lou Ross Dre make the bass pump
and let the tape run For old time's sake, I spit it straight through, this is take one The moment you're waiting for has come, but the Same fortune, it's not your forte Fuck the world now, and down to my foreplay Dark as artist, go fuck yourself Take two days in the morning, overdose and kill yourself Doctors orders Doctors orders Don't you ever get tired, go to sleep, good night